G'day and welcome to On The Esky, uh, an Australian sports podcast where we like to have a few Mark Stubby Taylors of Fujitsu fame uh, talk some absolute dribble regarding the week that was in the wide world of sports. We like our Aussie sports, we like our US sports, we even like uh, the old ramble of European and South American vintage. Today's show, Cricket World Cup, it has been... Uh, whew, it's been high energy. It's been upsets galore. The <laughs> Netherlands, freaky dicky Dutch, just knocking the South yeah. Africans out of the tournament uh, about two minutes ago. Super 12s are wrapped up. Unfortunately, our Aussies are gone. Gone, gone, gone. King Coley's back. Three years in the wilderness, made a few runs when it mattered. Rugby League World Cup, on the other hand, uh, it's pretty much all gone to script. A lot of blowouts. Australia, New Zealand, semifinals, England versus either. Samoa or Tonga in the other one there. NFL Week 9, the Philadelphia Eagles are undefeated, but are they the best team in football? We'll chat that. We'll talk NBA a couple of weeks into the season now, and there is an absolute shitstorm brewing in Brooklyn. Soccer, Champions League, group stage is set, plus a little bit of EPL. And the World Cup, well, Soccer World Cup's only a couple of weeks around the corner, plus a big final round we will preview. UFC 281, the F1 is off this week, but they're heading to Brazil. Plus a little bit of fight news. Please remember we have timestamps. You can skip to the sports that you'd like or if you're an absolute sports nuffy, just listen to the whole bloody thing. Subscribe on the YouTube and the socials and the rest of it. Uh, check out at Carlton Draft, Instagram, Facebook, their shop. You can get 20% off with the code ESKY for shirts, stickers, merch and the like. Boys, we like to start this show by shouting a beer to reward uh, brilliant work in the sporting arena in the past week or two weeks, uh, mm-hmm. as we have been going fortnightly of late. Sean, how are you? You've got Pretty your good. Holden shirt on there. Yes, my you might, have to, you <laughs> might have to explain what Holden is to our international <laughs> listeners. Who are you shouting a beer this week? Well, I'm uh, keeping my theme going, uh, going with Shane Van Gisberg SVG again mm. for yet another shout a beer uh, because he continues to win races. He won both races at the Gold Coast 500 on the Saturday and Sunday, which then meant he won the championship uh, for this year for Holden again. Holden Racing Team, uh, and that is his third year in a row, absolutely dominating uh, Australian motorsport uh, at the pinnacle there. Bummer he's a Kiwi, but otherwise we still love him. Um, <laughs> claim him? Do yeah. the old Russell Crowe? Yeah, we'll, we'll claim him uh, for, I guess, uh, Holden, officially the Holden Racing Team's uh, last entry into uh, the the supercars before they switch over to the Camaros and Mustangs next season. So, yeah, another beer for him, and he's probably had plenty at this point. Yeah, <laughs> pretty uh, pretty hungover, I think, last time you shouted a beer. So hopefully he's back on the horse and can accept this yes, beer from yes. Sean, courtesy yep. of the Esky. Boys, I'm going to shout a young bloke. I have checked he's, he's of drinking age. He's 20 years of age. Ash Chandra Singer, 119 on mm-hmm. debut for Victorian. Uh, for Victoria. He uh, only made his debut for the twos last year, mm-hmm. uh, Victoria twos, uh, and then has gone out against Tasmania in Hobart. Uh, faced 333 rocks, so obviously uh, has a good eye in, in terms of red ball cricket. Had a 150-run partnership there with Pete Hanscom, good old footbrush. Uh, he'll be good uh, to mentor him. Some uh, some good names there in the, in the Victorian side. And the future of Australian red ball cricket is looking good. We, uh, we spoke about Teague Wiley a couple of weeks ago, becoming the youngest centurion in the Sheffield Shield since a bloke called Ricky Ponning. You mm. might have heard of him. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, this bloke, Ash Chandra Singer, he's 20 years old. He's of Sri Lankan heritage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's interesting to see the sort of diverse, uh, uh, multicultural, uh, you know, f- uh, Australia of of you know the future, that, that we're going to see more and more multiculturalism. I'm surprised in- we haven't seen it. 
sooner considering the multicultural yeah. nature of this country but yeah, yeah it's starting to starting to come through well, we've got Usman Khawaja of Pakistani descent Marcus yep. Stoinis Greek descent mm-hmm. um, you know a few Italians even Italian yep. Australians Michael DiVenuto uh, t- take a bow <laughs> uh, but yeah it's essentially it, it reflects the population now doesn't it we're, we're seeing a lot of second generation uh, Australians from the subcontinent that, yep. that will line up and, and play for Australia you know they're, mm. they're eligible and I imagine will we'll choose to play for Australia now let's not get ahead of ourselves too much a century on debut at the age of 20 is very promising uh but you'd think if he keeps it up ash Tranger singer might be pulling on a, a cricket australia jersey and hopefully not bowing out in the group stage of a world cup we'll yeah. get stuck into that in just a second uh rick reminded me of your thoughts as well um because the, the next ricky ponting uh as you will that pressure uh you know, Will Prokoski, of course, um, taking indefinite leave again. Yeah. Uh, to, 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 you know, uh, you know, mental health leave. And, and, and concussions. Over. It's been yeah. a, a sort of a mixture of both. both. It's, yes. He's it's been back playing. He has been good. You know, he's good. But, yeah, he's now taking another leave um, from cricket, you know, to look after himself, which uh, I think is well worth doing. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah, it's concerning now mm. that he's had that much time away from the game. But I suppose we have to remember there's more to life than sport. There's more to exactly. life than cricket. And your brain is the most important thing, you know, yeah, whether yeah, it be yeah. the actual physical uh, symptoms and, and post-concussion kind of um, syndromes, which which are very serious in themselves, or just the mental, emotional sort of side of things, having all that pressure put on you as a youngster, debuting for Australia at a young age, yeah. being the next big thing. Well, I, I think that's probably the good thing here with that caveat for Ash as well is – you know, let's not put that pressure on him. Let's <laughs> on the esky. Uh, yeah. Let's just hype him up and just yeah. say he might be wearing an Australian jersey. Exactly. But, uh, you know, don't count his chickens until he's there and he's established. Mm. Like it's, it's, we, don't need, we don't need to rely on him at this point to come into that, that, yeah. into that top order. Like I, things like, yeah, he's doing great. Let's wait and see how it goes. We, do, we don't want to be putting pressure on young fellas like Will, like they have been um, through the larger dinosaur media. Um, which you know could overall be affecting uh, his his appetite for the sport, his yeah. love for it, etc. And, and we've seen it over the last speculation, few years. but it's well, it's, it's part of the reason why I suppose we started this podcast as well. He's getting sick of the way that the mainstream media yeah. sort of approaches things, and you know, at least in a in an in depth conversation, you can kind of sort of delve into mm. people as a whole mm. and what goes on between the ears and the more important things in life, rather than just oh, are they making runs or you know should they be in the starting eleven, which is yeah. essentially where the short. You know, you know, a minute story here, thirty second, you know, clickbait here. Kind of media gets their gets their clicks. So, exactly. yeah, wishing Will all the best, um, and hopefully he'll be back stronger. Yeah, made, made a bit of a turn. Can you look how old Will Pukowski is? He must be 22, 23. Like he's still not that old. So even if he I has six months, twenty four. If he has six months off the game, like he's still, you know, he's still got heaps of time. Michael Hussey didn't play for Australia till he's thirty, thirty one. Exactly. Will Pukowski, twenty three. 24. 24. Well done, Sean. Mm. Well done. Young. Young. Yeah, still still, still very young. Jeez. A yeah. couple of, you know, 24-year-olds sitting here. <laughs> Some good rigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few weight cuts. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of weight cuts here. <laughs> Anyways, Ash Chandra Singer, keep an eye on him. Let's not load too much pressure on him as yeah. per that discussion. Uh, but good to see uh, a young bloke making runs on his Shield debut. Definitely. Marks, rugby union again or look in? Yeah, look um, – I mean, I'm not shouting rugby union a beer per se. <laughs> um, we are very generous of our shout of beers um, on the Esky. Um, so I'm shouting Hong Kong the entire 
Oh, the, the, the entire region of Yep, yeah, okay. Yeah. Does Kowloon get in there or, or yeah, just Kowloon Hong Kong itself? Kowloon gets in Kowloon, Kowloon as well. Uh, I think yeah. if anyone looks at the tab, I think James has probably got the biggest tab. Yeah, the United lot. States yeah. of America ones. I'm very generous. Um, <laughs> probably a few European countries in there as well. I can't remember why. <laughs> Northern Mariana Islands, that would have been a cheap <laughs> one at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, well, that, that's it. Well, if you do a couple of horses as well. Paying the insurance for killing a few horses with... While yeah. shouting them a bit. Yeah, if you're doing Brett Favre's taxes, you can probably write it That's off right, somewhere, yeah, so yeah, you'll maybe. be all right. Maybe, maybe. Um, Brett Favre memes are good, aren't they? <laughs> 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 anyway, so you're yeah. shouting the, the, the nation state or the special yeah. administrative region of China, Hong Kong. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to go too political with it. <laughs> yeah, no, no politics on this. <laughs> no, but um, so yeah, return of uh, Rugby Sevens Hong Kong. Um, mm. It's been cancelled the last couple of years uh, due to COVID. COVID related. COVID related. Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of those big events, um, especially sporting events for us um, over in Hong Kong, have been uh, sort of cancelled or um, postponed because of COVID. So yeah, it's good to see that um, finally getting a bit more, a bit of international sport back into to the region. Um, yeah, rugby sevens being one of the biggest events, uh, sporting wise for them um, in the region. Uh, that, yeah. It always looks like a bit of fun. Everyone's dressed up. Everyone you know. gets dressed up. Everyone gets around. Few it. schooners. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Crowds seem to be a little bit low in a couple of the games I've been watching. It's yeah. a three day tournament, so yeah. you'd probably be expecting crowds to pick up as they head into the finals. Is um, it finals today, like Sunday? So today's late. finals. Oh, actually, yeah. no, it's pretty much the same time zone as us, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. a couple hours it. behind us. But exactly, they had the Great Britain taking on Hong Kong game on but I think it was us. Japan, yeah. Oh, ju- yeah. Japan, uh, Great Britain winning that one. The they play as Britain? Yeah. They, no, they they, well, they were GBR, so I'm yeah. sure oh, they, they, they play as Great Britain. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, so I don't know if we're going too in-depth in the results for... If they win sevens. the tournament, maybe we'll mention. <laughs> we'll have to find out next week, but yeah. Good to see Rugby Sevens back in Hong Kong. Jeez, uh, you could do a little weekend away, Rugby Sevens into Happy Valley, into Shark yeah. Tin, couple of cheese. <laughs> mm-hmm. Be nice. Must be nice to have a bit of cash. Yeah, well, I was going to say you'd probably lose a few dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, true. Well, I suppose the, the caveat being or you, you could you've got the trip. money to be there, yeah. so true. you can afford to lose it. Hashtag like and subscribe and make this podcast blow up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Mop of the week. Speaking of, uh, well, a company that you oh. think would have a bit of cash. Uh, there's an app down here called Better, B-E-T-R. Um, they, they've thrown out some crazy markets regarding mm. uh, the, the uh, Melbourne Cup, which ran on Tuesday. Yep. Um, shout out to Gold Trip, winning that one at about 20 to 1. Now, yeah. Better was... Uh, Allowing a hundred to one odds, hundred and one dollars to one odds for a lot of the horses, but then <laughs> unexplicably uh, were cancelling some accounts well, twenty minutes prior to the race. I suppose. Even well, what odds that, were they given? Did you did you the hundreds to one was what they're paying across the board? So they played that it was yeah. everything was a hundred to one max ten dollar bet. So you could essentially, if your horse gets up, you you're pocketing a thousand bucks. Yeah. Then I think they could th- thought, oh fuck, this is a lot of money to be throwing. Yeah, I bet uh, on every uh, horse around. Well, yeah. How <laughs> how many email accounts and how much effort do you exactly. want to put into it? I yeah. suppose to make on twenty horses to so, make so. a thousand bucks. Yeah. Um, so they they obviously there were people doing that that, <laughs> yeah. that were trying to make a, make a quick grand. Yeah. Then the print media, the good old reliable print media, was saying yeah. that people's accounts were getting shut down twenty minutes prior yeah. to the big race Bef- jumping. Before even that, um, obviously everyone was jumping on the favourite. Yeah. Um, so they ran Dovell so, Legend. Yes, yeah. So favourites, they don't win the Melbourne Cup. No, no. But they they sent out. Kobe Davis is high. That's it. Um, they sent out to all the punters. Um, 
uh, cashback um, if you pay out early. So $150 in, in bonus, in bonus in bets, bonus bets <laughs> yeah, if you're it. on Dave Legend. So they went into damage control yeah. already, assuming that the favourite would win the Melbourne Cup. Dumbasses. Mm. I haven't <laughs> obviously looked at the form over the last 20 years. <laughs> That's also, Fion, uh, Fiorente, 2013, maybe, says hi. Mm, bit of Melbourne cover hitting mm. trivia. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Yeah, no, and then, yeah, like you said, um, after that, um, heaps of punters were going on social media saying that their accounts had been deactivated, they couldn't um, access anything. Um, part of the email was don't set up any new accounts or yeah. else you'll lose all of your bets in your current yeah. accounts. So, um Pretty much everything was locked down. Um, so time will tell, I suppose, if these people were just making bunches of emails to try and make a quick grand or had better done yeah. the wrong thing. That's news it. Court it's a backed. bit of news court backed. Rupert so Murdoch. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Hi, Rupert. That's Doesn't he have a bunch of betting companies already? Doesn't he have a bunch of money? Yeah. <laughs> also true. Yeah. <laughs> we're worried about China knocking us off. Rupert yeah. Murdoch's probably <laughs> the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wrong tree to be going up, barking up there. Yeah. That's it. No, but it just seems like an absolute shit show, I suppose, um, from all aspects. A lot, a lot's obviously, um, I suppose, to be said, to be played out. Yeah, um, and a lot, a time will tell, I suppose. It's only it. sort of been in the in the zeitgeist for the last sort of month or so. Yeah. The other thing I checked the other day, um, you can get 100 to 1 um, markets on AFL and NRL teams next year. That Jeez. aren't the good teams. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the AFL, I think it was um, North. <laughs> yes, you can get one hundred and one. I'll say, I'll say the ones that were ten to one. Yeah. So it was like Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne Demons, mm. Collingwood, Carlton were in there. Let's make of that of, of what you will. <laughs> there was like six teams that were ten to one, and the rest were a hundred. And it's a similar thing in the league, like yeah. Penrith, Melbourne, yeah. Sydney Roosters, etc. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. it's all sort of waiting to play out, and uh, we'll see what happens. But you imagine if they're their News Corp back. I don't think News Corp owns the whole thing; they own a share, a third share, perhaps something like that. But yeah. you'd think with that kind of backing, they couldn't go under. No, well, they leading up to the race, they were hedging their um, their bets by betting with the big big players like uh, Tab Corp yeah. um, on. Um, so they were taking Do money well and putting well. it back in through like on sports the bet on the favourite. Really? Yeah, yeah, so they were using the, the money, money back yeah. to cover on themselves. So it's, um, it's a big show. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Mitigating losses. But yeah, apparently um, it might be the whole promotional scheme might be under investigation. Um, Got your deals. Yeah. So wait and see. But yeah. Bit of Rupert Murdoch money laundering, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Hi, Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> alleged, alleged. alleged. Every, everything here is always alleged. <laughs> Will not repeat in the court of law if it ever went that no. way. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we have soundbites on this show. Speaking of courts of law, uh, hopefully we don't get done for this one. Should we talk some cricket? T20 World Cup, uh, as per last pod, we were hoping that the rain stayed away. Marge, the rains are here. Uh, Definitely affected Group 1. And South Africa, we'll get to them in a second. They had a a game rained out as well. But it just makes everything more and more cutthroat. T20 Mm. cricket is cutthroat. Mm. You you miss a game and it becomes more cutthroat. Do we get four rain outs and a bunch of DLS? Yeah, I think I think there was three in Group One, and I think one in Group Two, and maybe three Duckworth Lewis's, yeah. something like that. But yeah, w- we mentioned it. It's been mm-hmm. La Nina down here. Yeah, it has it been it has been quite wet, um, and and a few of the games uh, getting getting uh, washed out or, or rain affected. Melbourne 
shock me, shock horror, uh, being being the, the main culprit in terms of rain-affected matches. Uh, Cole is back. We'll get to group two in just a second. Group one, everyone, pour out. Pour some out for the dead <laughs> no. homies. Australia not uh, yep. advancing through to the semi-finals in our home T20 World Cup after being defending champions and winning a tournament over there in the Emirates and Oman, which mm-hmm. on form no one really expected us to win. And then mm. we started as favourites for this one and we don't make the semi-finals. That's the nature of T20 cricket. We did cover it last episode, so we won't beat it to death, but I suppose... The whole tournament got off on the wrong foot in that absolute paddling at the hands of New Zealand in the uh, opening game of the Super 12s. Never really came back from that. You get put uh, 200 put on us by the Kiwis. Finn Allen, 23-year-old, slapping us around the SCG. Devin Conway, very good. Fucked our whole tournament, essentially, when your net run rate was, what was it, minus four or something after that game? Pretty hard to come back from that. Um, So we'll go through the rest of Group 1. England uh, got past Afghanistan. Sri Lanka get past Ireland in that first lot of games. Um, well, let's talk about that Australia-Sri Lanka game. Mm-hmm. 10 o'clock start on the East Coast on a Monday night. Oh, uh, well, yeah. It was in Perth. They're, they're trying to get it, get people, you know, after work or get bums in seats for a good time. In Perth? In Perth. Yeah, yeah and it, it was do it, it on a weekend at 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. And then at 7 o'clock <laughs> over here and I'll, yeah. you know, you fuck with myself. Yeah. 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 It was, I was trying – I was I had the old toothpicks on the eye. I was trying to stay <laughs> awake. 12, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning in my own damn country. Cricket <laughs> Australia panders more to India than they, than they put – than they do to us. If you want to have yeah. a game out west, I get it. 60,000. Be- yeah. It's a new stadium. Well, they wanted bums it's, in the seats. It's beautiful. Well, the problem is no one turned up. Was like it Monday night? Yeah, there was no crowd, so it didn't work either way. They should have just played it earlier. Yeah. Anyway. He's still going to do that. Australia got that rant over. Australia got that win. <laughs> yeah. uh, Zampa had COVID, so Agar goes in. Uh, much better bowling performance. Didn't mm-hmm. get slapped around. Uh, managed to keep Sri Lanka 257. And uh, Finchy, poor fellow, he had 31 of 42. Uh, he said post-match that he could barely get it off uh off the middle square. Mm. Thank God for Marcus Hotboy Stoinis, Marcus Big Chest Stoin, 59 not off 18. What were our mm. thoughts on this one, boys? Did the job. Did yeah, the job. Had, had, to, had, to, had to Had to. Had to. Yeah. You um, lose that, that's that's pretty much tournament done. See you later. Yeah. And, the, and I think they you know, hit, scored at a good rate as well to chase it down. So, yeah, well, you know, uh, like, I don't uh, think they could have done much more in that game. I think that... The Afghanistan game, letting them get so close to what they scored was, again, another detriment. Yeah, so we'll get to that in just a second. They really needed to belt Afghanistan to give themselves good chances. In the end, didn't matter. Didn't be, matter. Didn't matter, to be honest. Uh, first major upset of the tournament. How good? The fucking Irish going out there and doing <laughs> England at the MCG. Andy Balburney, 62. Uh, and England... Um, they sort of got off to a little bit of a slow start. They didn't look convincing against Afghanistan. Then they lose this one to Ireland. Mm-hmm. Pre-tournament, we're like, geez, they're one of, if not the best white ball teams in the whole world. Joss Butler, probably the best white ball player on form in the world and, and didn't really fire. And uh, it, was, it was party time down here because they the Irish did us the biggest favour in, in knocking off the English then the rains come through, so we get uh, a whole round of games washed out, essentially. Mm. Um, yeah. Afghanistan, poor fellas, they, they, they get, get uh, two washed out. And then yeah, the big, the probably Friday night at the MCG, uh, yeah, yeah, the, one of, one one of the biggest games of the group sta- or of the Super 12 stage would have been Australia and England yeah. last Friday night. That gets rained out. And, uh, and again, it makes 
you know, the, the tournament even more cutthroat than, than it already mm. is. Yep. Uh, New Zealand continued to uh, improve on their nut, net run rate uh, by, by smashing Sri Lanka by 65 runs. Glenn Phillips, 104. Uh, and Trent Bolt, geez, uh, the bloke's getting on a bit in, in age, but looks just about unplayable at times. He had four for 13 off four in that one. Australia go to the Gabba, have to beat Ireland, do so, 42 runs. Finchy. 63 of 44. That's the highest score by an Aussie in this tournament. That speaks volumes. Yeah. Uh, and then this might have been actually the turning point for us. This was a really good chance, net run right Big, wise, yeah. to really yeah. pump the Irish. We had them 5 for 25. If you skittle them for 50, that net run rate probably jumps back into the positives. Yep. Uh, and, a, and there was a big drop from Pat Cummins and, and a bloke called Lorcan Tucker. Hats off to him. 71 not in that one. Uh, we end up winning by 42 runs. Not quite enough. Uh, Sri Lanka go out and beat Afghanistan. Then England turn their ship by beating New Zealand. We yeah. see the Joss yeah. Butler that we that, expect. You know, expect. Yeah, he goes yep. out and makes 73. We needed a favour from our Anzac brethren in this one. Didn't quite get it. They go out and beat Ireland. That gets us through to this weekend. Um, and essentially, a lot of people are like, well, we've got to go out and stomp Afghanistan. And that way, if there is a miraculous washout last night, which we didn't get, our net run rate would have been better. Mm. We beat Afghanistan by four runs. Yep. What's yeah. going on here, boys? What's going on? Afghanistan, you know... Credit to them, you know, f- greatly improved as a cricketing nation, especially in T Twenty. Mm. We said that T Twenty is their format. They didn't, they didn't actually quite get a win in in the in the uh, Super Twelve um, format, but uh, definitely uh, troubled a few teams, including us. Yep. So, what do you think of the selections made against Afghanistan? Besides, yeah, Rashad Khan. Doing doing a one man well, show. That's what I was going to say. Like it, in, it, in Adelaide, like at his home ground. At his home ground yeah. yeah, for the Adelaide Strikers. Uh, so it's so who? So I think Stark. They omitted him. Yeah. I don't think it was an injury for for Kane yeah. Richardson. Kane Richardson, was omitted. Kane Richardson ended up getting uh, smacked around. Then mm-hmm. Finchy apparently was a bit ginger. Yeah. Well, he was lame from the. The game before he didn't he didn't field in in that game so understandable there I and he, I, I think I think he has trouble cutting the weight like Charles Oliver <laughs> 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 love you Finchy uh, uh, and who was the other one was a uh, Tim David as well yeah Tim David also out. hurt himself in that other Tim game. David out Steve Smith in so of the guys that come in all very good T Twenty cricketers yeah all didn't do much in this one Cam Green we saw uh, what he can do at the top of the order in the warm up games against England uh, unfortunately. Um, succumbed to second ball in this one. Uh, yeah. Smudge, who we were talking about a lot through the tournament, is he in Australia's best 11 in T20 cricket? Probably not. I do love you, Stephen Smith. Um, and then mm. and then Kane Richardson just got smacked around by, by Rashid Khan, really. What do you do? Uh, it, it, uh, two, of them are, two of them, your hand's forced. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I think the Stark one's an interesting one because we've talked about it before. If you go with... Mm. That kind of lineup, it's and I think they covered it in the commentary and the coverage. It's it's same same. It's like Stark's the one that gives you the, the difference mm. of a different type of bowler, different angles. Mm. Um, yes, he can be a little bit expensive, but then also he, he knocked the pegs down. Like he, he did that multiple times in the game before. So I think yeah, going in there with Hazelwood, Cummins, and Richardson, you've you've taken you've taken out the one bowler that has the ability when he's on to instill fear exactly. in, in the opposition. And they gave Cam Green a bowl as well, which is again. Same, same. Like they, they just didn't have anything different. Uh, yeah. Which, which I think was, uh, you know, where the maybe, maybe a Starkey in that end one, and you know, towards the end, you can get stuck in the tail a little bit, scare them a bit, 
But oh, even the even the top order, monks. If you don't mind yeah. scrolling back down, yes, Afghanistan oh. have have some good players in your Muhammad Nabis and in your Rashid Khans. Uh, but mm. if you're no offense, Usman Ghani or mm. or Gulbuddin Naib, who actually made a few runs here, uh, I know who I'd rather face. I definitely wouldn't. Ra- ra- you know, he might be a bit erratic here and there, but I wouldn't want Mitch Stark bowling 152 no. at my throat. No, can you get the bowling mm. stats? Just scroll down a little bit. I know Richardson got pumped. One for 48, Kane Richardson. They Stein's took, got pumped as well. He's got a, took, took a, a lot. The yeah, only, Richardson's that, was the big one. Yeah, yeah the only really... Four for 48. The only really good bowler in this one was, was Zamps, who's, who's yeah. been good throughout the whole tournament. Two for 22. And, uh, and Paddy, Paddy Cummins. Paddy Cummins pretty good. Didn't get a wicket, but also uh, just went for 22. Anyways, we, mm, we, got yeah. the, we got the win. And credit to the Afghans. They've, they're improving each tournament. Um, mm-hmm. You see Definitely. them play. They're, yeah. they're a lot better. I remember the 2015 ODI World Cup. And, yeah, it's maybe a little bit apples and oranges comparing one-day cricket to T20 cricket. But we scored just about 400 against Afghanistan. It was an absolute walkover. Like yeah. It wasn't even close to being a competitive outing. You give these Afghan boys another five years and then maybe they start knocking off teams like Australia. They're bloody close. Uh, mm-hmm. On Friday night, that's for that's sure. It. Well, I think in this game, though, um, when it was uh, Afghanistan's um, turn to come out to bat, I think they said that for us to have any chance on net run rate, we needed to get them all out for like 106 or something like that. Mm. And besides yeah. a few few here or there, top order that got skittled, like they s- seemed to cruise to, it, to yeah. that and then just sort of pace themselves out to, I mean, almost come and Coming to a chance to to win as well, so yeah. um, really, it really didn't feel like um, the Australian side kind of got out of second gear. They just, mm. just yeah, again, kind of cruising. Um. And then, and we've spoken a lot there about the bowlers. You know, poor Kane Richardson comes in, gets the punishment. It's only four overs. None of our sticks really fired in this tournament. We spoke about how good mm. they had one or two games. Like Finchy had a few good games. I think Maxwell had one or two good games. Yeah, one or well. one or two. But the people that I wanted to highlight were the people that we'd spoken up so highly. Mm. You know, given their IPL and their good mm. form, Davy Warner and Mitch Marsh didn't have great tournaments. Yeah. And then when mm. you're, you're missing your big guns firing and it's been well publicised, yeah. Finch's struggles of late. The other thing is, like, to get a decent mm. score here against Afghanistan, it's not really what we need. You know. That 40, was we it 45? We need that against England New or New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that, that was that was the turning point. So yeah. I think well, it was good to see Finchie get some runs um, and yeah. probably yeah. what will be uh, his last last tournament and the last go around with the Australian squad. Yeah, you'd think, uh, I, you'd, I think, you'd so. think so. Yeah. I do, I've got a little segment uh, there where we'll, we'll talk about this. Actually, no, we're on Australia. Let's do it now. Yeah. Uh, moving forward. The next T20 um, World Cup's in two years. Mm-hmm. So everyone's ages at the moment, you've got to add two years. Finchie. Mm-hmm. Who, who captained think, this game? Was it Maxwell? Uh, no, Wade. Wade, 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 yeah, Wade captained this one yeah. with, with Finch out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Finchie, you'd think, Done. is probably going to announce a retirement. You wouldn't see him going through another two years for 2024. Nah. Well, not two years, yeah. Um, did I mention it earlier in the show? He's 63 against Ireland, was the highest score by an Aussie in this tournament. Mm-hmm. That was the 24th highest score. So mm-hmm. our, our sticks probably more so than than our, our um, bowlers letting us down. Yes, These are the yes. current ages of of um, the rest of our top order. Mm-hmm. Davey Warner, 36. Mm-hmm. Glenn Maxwell, 34. Matthew Wade, 34. Steve Smith, 33. Davey Warner will be 38 in the... I feel like David Warner is like he could he's, probably do he's it. He's a young thirty. Like he, yeah. he looks like a young. <laughs> I agree. I agree. His Iron Man, Iron, well, Iron Woman misses gets him gets him in the <laughs> in the shape. So like, I sure. think he, he's he's 
he'll he'll be in good shape. He's good. good, good, good. I think I think Davy Warner will be okay as a thirty-eight-year-old. Wadey is thirty-four at thirty-four with Inglis and Philippi and the young keepers yeah, knocking yeah. down the door. Yeah, I wouldn't be too worried about. Wade and keepers, like I think we should be right. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, as but yeah, for, like, right. n- not from the Australians' perspective, from a Matt Wade perspective. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he has the gloves in two years' time. Yeah. Maxwell is unreal, 34. I think as a 36 year old T20, he'll he'll be picked and, for sure. And in that role as like a, a specialist to come in and just that's do something right. crazy. That five or six <laughs> and go out and get get your you know 54 striking at 170. Yeah. Yeah. I think Max, yeah. I think Maxi of all this sort of top order will be fine. And then Smudge. You know, we've kind of spoken about it. Uh, unbelievable red ball cricketer um, and even 50-over cricketer, but yeah. probably moving forward. I don't know if he'll if he His style just doesn't fit for whatever reason. Uh, and you don't want him then to switch his style to more white ball and then he's oh, red that. ball form. No. Yeah, we yeah. don't care about that. Who, yeah. <laughs> Without making excuses, uh, it's T20 cricket. Who gives <laughs> <Yeah>. a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, you make sure next Ashes you're, you're, you're good to go. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the main point that I wanted to iterate, I suppose, was uh, this changing of the guard, especially in terms of the sticks moving forward. You, you, we saw Ben McDermott in the last few big bashes, how good he's been. We've seen Cam Green, what he can do. Didn't take his opportunity here, but it was one game. Uh, you'd think that the top order in terms of T20 cricket from an Australian perspective looks a bit different moving forward. Do you think our quicks are the right ones for T20 as well? <coughs> yeah, I think so. Do, do we burn them out? Because it's question. yeah, because it's, it's Stark, Hazelwood, and Cummins across all three formats. Yep. Do yep. we need to look at at you know the Richardsons, the Richardsons, and um, the Nathan Ellis's? You know, didn't make the squad in in this mm. one. Uh, yeah. Do, do, do we need to sort of prioritise them? Mm. Hazel, Hazelwood, the year that he's had, the IPL uh, that he's had, had to pick him. Yeah, ha, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cummins, Cummins is probably the one that had a yeah. little bit of question mark over him coming with his form off IPL, but mm. you're going to pick Cummins because yeah. I guess my follow up question is who's captain. Moving forward, yeah. Because I don't think, uh, well, if Warner's still there, I don't think he's, he's going to be allowed. Yeah, um, well, he's well, not. There has been chat about that. Yeah, there's, there's been chat about turning that blacklisting around for David Warner. Or do they do they just unify and give give Cummins the, the captaincy? Yeah. Unify the belts, if you will. Or, yeah. or do they, they give it to someone like a Glenn Maxwell where they say, well, when we're picking a T20 team, you're probably the first person picked. Do you want to take the reins yeah. for the next few years? I was going to say that. Like, Glenn Maxwell, like, obviously, Warner and Smith are always going to be around there. But this is his format. He knows the game. Um, his presence, even his fielding, like, yeah, yeah, instrumental to a lot of our games. So. But he's a captain, though. Well, he's he's captain the Melbourne Stars before. I don't think he's captain. Has he captain the IPL? No, because whenever whenever he's been on RCB, it's always been Coley. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Moving forward, all of this is assuming that that Finch announces his retirement um, this summer and doesn't get asked, (laughs) which has kind of been, you know, the lead up. And for months, I've been saying. We back Finch in. We let yeah, him have this tournament. tournament. You don't change things before a major tournament. You definitely don't change things within a major tournament. Then the tournament's over. It is essentially a failure. It's a home. Exactly. It's a home. You win the World tournament. Cup. Different conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not making the semis. It's a home World Cup. We don't make the semis. That's yeah. a failure. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you graded all the teams, uh, you know, you give the Netherlands an A plus as to you know what, what where mm-hmm. they were expected to to do. You probably give us a D. Yeah, maybe uh, a D minus. Mm. Yeah, which isn't technically a failure, but you know, you know yeah. what it is. It's yeah. uh, it's you're not proud of it. Yeah. Um, Maxwell uh, captain the Kings Eleven Punjab. So that's going back in the yeah, days so yeah. before his RCB days. Yeah. But as captain, um, start the stars. Yeah. Yeah. He's 
Bit of captaincy there. I don't. Okay. I don't want to ask that. So we mentioned the IPL a few times. We did notice during the auction there wasn't much buy-in of the Aussie players mm. early in the um, in the auction. Is is that like was that a sign that like maybe Australia we're not playing as good as we used to? Is there? Well, they only picked the ones that were making money were the the, the specialists. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so quicks like, quicks were getting good money, um, and Aussie sticks. We didn't really see anyone. I think Davey Warner got a no. little bit. Well, that, that's the thing. Mitch there's, Marsh is an all-rounder. Yeah. Uh, supply and demand. Yeah, that's there's, probably there's, there's a lot of played s- into this comp as well. Like we haven't. Mm. And well, uh, there's a lot of supply of Indian yeah. batsmen, so they're going to stay local mm. with that. So and they and then spin- and spinners. And spinners. So then they they pick they pick the, the foreign quicks the and the quicks. and the foreign pinch hitters. You know the guys that come in. You know, like a Maxi or you know, like a David Miller or someone. Yeah. You know, that come in five or six and, and just just yeah, just go yeah. at, at one sixty, one seventy. Yeah. It maybe it's testament to where T Twenty cricket is at in this country compared to other yeah. other nations as well. Well, the, well, here's the other thing: Do any of those guys play regularly in the Big Bash? No, and that the the, whole, the, the Big Bash is a whole different conversation, isn't it? Yeah. It's in the yeah. middle. It's it's in our it's sum- in the middle of the summer. Cricket, it's our yes. summertime, so if you want to play Test cricket, you you're not you a big flash player. Yeah, exactly. You can't so you can't get that form. So yeah, yeah. Whereas like someone like Finchy does. Finchy Maxwell, yeah, yeah. That, that's why they've become sort of T Twenty specialists. Exactly. And we've seen guys like Steve Smith kind of struggle. Yeah, well, well, well yeah, fall out of favour when it comes to T Twenty yeah. cricket because he's going well. I want to maintain a Test average of fifty nine. <laughs> fucks like. yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, interesting. Moving forward, yeah. Anyway, so Australia gone, New Go Zealand on. and England get out of that group. We'll just briefly touch on England last night. Yep. So the way that it worked out is every Australian uh, had to get around <laughs> Sri Lanka. Any bit of Sri Lankan paraphernalia you had around the house. Um, yep. I was try. I think I had a, a Sanath Jayasuriya. A uh, bit of kit back in the day. I was looking for it, couldn't <laughs> find it. Probably uh, wouldn't have fit my, my left arm these days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was cheering on the Sri Lankans last night. They started really pretty good with Patham Nusanka 67 and then a bit of a collapse in middle order. Uh, yeah. Didn't get they much got, done. They should have got 30 more. And, but they, they yeah. fell down. You know, testament to the English side being very good. They Once they got their key wickets, they then ran through, through got a bit of a, a run there ran through the middle order. So. Yeah, hundred. you don't win too many games with 141 on the board. Uh, I think I said to you... Uh, it went fucking close. From from what we're seeing through the tournament, about 160 is a bit of a pass score. Mm. Uh, so if you're not kind of hitting that number, then you're a bit unders. So. And it's a bit... And which like, would have been the difference? An extra 20 in this oh, uh, would have been, been huge. They would have won. For, yeah. And that's us. that's sort of been the way that this tournament's gone as well. Bigger grounds, you know, mm. a bit, little bit wet and overcast for this time of the year, lower yeah. scoring games. Um England looked like they were just going to cruise through with with Hales uh, doing his thing at the top of the order. They were two for 93, yeah. uh, 10 overs into it. I went to bed. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, well, Australia's gone. And uh, I was watching the highlights and going, jeez, <laughs> I'm glad I went to bed because I'd be extra pissed <laughs> off. That, yeah. that You'd Sri be Lanka, pacing in the bloody living Sri Lanka room. went so close, but, laps. but so far. Um, Hasaranga, yeah. you know, we, we've seen him in the IPL and how good he's being. He's going to be uh, a superstar for. The, he probably already is a superstar, uh, but but moving forward, um, he, he can he can put a game on his back and and, and get you two for twenty odd. Um, but yeah, England England just uh, sneaking home uh, with two balls to go, uh, winning by four wickets and cementing their spot in the semi-finals. Yep. Uh, well, and uh, tantalising or a very tasty game coming up uh, against the Indian squad. England, yeah, uh, there's definitely a bit of a rivalry building over there in the last, well, 
It's it's been it's, of course it's a rivalry for a very long time, but like the last yeah. <laughs> I've been going here like 150 years. Like, I, know, I know, but like, the last year 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 and a half with like the, British East India Company kind of gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean the the ascendancy of the Indian team across like the board. Gandhi. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I know, I know. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you finish. No, I mean, I, yeah, I, I can't, yeah. Yes, it's been a rivalry for a long time, but I think with both teams kind of being at the pinnacle of their powers at the yes. moment, like it's um, you know fighting for that who's the number one. Uh, at the moment, um, across cross cricket, so it's yeah, good to see. I guess that's kind of leads into a really good semi final game between the two um, of you know one of those top six teams that we talked about going yep. into this tournament. That yeah, they've got there, done the job, and we'll have to see how that goes. It'll probably sell out and be a, a massive game, I would think. Uh, very, uh, I'd say probably <laughs> Indian favourite in yeah, in this country. So. Yeah, yeah. So, but either way. King Kohli, can he keep, keep it going? Speaking of India, speaking of mm. King Kohli, let's talk India. Let's talk Group 2. Uh, India versus Pakistan at the MCG a couple of weeks ago. 90,000 in there, the biggest cricket crowd ever talk in about Australia. Rivalries. There you for, go. for a game not featuring mm-hmm. Australia. Um, Pakistan went out and made 159. We, we said in our uh, preview of the World Cup, they've got two of the best T20 bats in the whole world in Baba Azam and Muhammad Rizwan. What did they get in this one? Struggled. Well, not just this one. Throughout the tournament, yeah. well, they really struggled. Exactly. In this game, I think they got five um, between the two of them. Yeah. So, and yeah. then we thought, well, does that leave them susceptible? Yeah. If these blokes don't score runs, how's their middle order go? Uh, that Iftikhar Ahmed, he goes all right. And uh, and Shan Masood went all right in this one. But uh, we'll talk about Shabad Khan a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then India, they they had to rely on Old Faithful. He's done nothing for the last two and a bit years. <laughs> We've been on his case pretty much <laughs> the in- entirety of this podcast. Yep. We're saying, when is Coley going to get the proverbial monkey off his back and score some runs? Uh, he's he's done it throughout this tournament and on the biggest stage and with possibly a billion people watching on TV yeah. in in what is essentially the biggest rivalry in cricket. Yep, and up there with one of the biggest rivalries in sport. Yes, um, and and the interesting thing of you know as a neutral viewer was was seeing the intensity of the crowd in this game. Yeah, well as it, as it was getting close and towards the end, yeah. like, like it was like oh okay this is. Coley would hit a boundary. Yeah. You'd see seas of blue erupt. Yeah. Yeah. Pakistan would take a wicket. The seas of green yeah. would go up. The the noise, Everything. a, a there, run there, or a dot ball. There was no just, crowd noise like this in the Australian games. No. Let me guarantee you. Let, let me guarantee you. You know, the Aussies probably halfway through their their schooner thinking, oh, <laughs> fucking, you know, think she needs to make a few runs. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's never like a, such a begrudgingly sort of love of a team like the Australians yeah. do. Where hits the, a six is like, oh, about time. Yeah, about time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Should have yeah. done it two overs ago. I could do it in fucking fourth grade. <laughs> um, <laughs> they they're just passionate and the yeah. the scenes that you you get in in an in India game and, and let alone India versus Pakistan to kick off a World Cup at the MCG, it was great to see. Bit of controversy mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. Coley bowled off a free hit and then they ran three. Is that kosher? Uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. but well, it's it's within the rules. So yeah, good on him and uh, and they get the job done. Uh, <laughs> A little bit, I thought this was a little bit funny. Maybe it's a little bit on the nose, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, they've been playing Led Zeppelin, Kashmir, throughout this mm-hmm. tournament. Great song, you know. Each game. It wasn't just for this game. And then I thought, oh, India, Pakistan, they're playing Kashmir as the pump-up song. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> bit of a Led Zeppelin uh, gear for you there. Yeah. Uh, but India... <laughs> Get the win and avenge, uh, you know, because Pakistan really pants them in the last World Cup uh, yep. in the opening game um, and, and get that one there. Bangladesh uh, win win their opener. Our, um, South Africa and Zimbabwe, 
costly mm-hmm. washout in the end mm-hmm. with, with South Africa getting knocked out just today by the Netherlands. Quinton de Kock, 47 off 18, but it didn't matter in that one. They the, did, the, Sorry, washouts, that was a share of the points, wasn't it? Yes, so all one washouts were one point. So if you're okay. – the thing that really affects you is if you're a team like a South Africa and you're going out to play a, a, a game where you're expected to win yeah, yeah. and you only go away with one, one point yeah. – yeah. Back to Group One. I think we were lucky that we got washed out against England the way yeah, that we've, yeah. we've played. <laughs> yes. To be honest, it can work both ways. Um, but then South Africa looked really strong when they destroyed Bangladesh by 104 runs. Riley Russell, 109. Unric Norke, four for ten. If you don't mind in that one, India getting the job done against the Netherlands. Coley, 62, not. But uh, the Netherlands uh, definitely didn't embarrass themselves no, by, they're, they're by, by any means to, in, in to that win, one to get through the playing tournament and then to get in. I think they have. Yeah, done a good, done a good job there. Mm. Especially they beat, um, our, you know, South Africa today. Though. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Uh, Zimbabwe uh, coming up with a big upset over Pakistan, and really Pakistan's uh, tournament in all sorts. Then you know, yep. starting an zero and two, you essentially put a line through them. But the nature of this tournament, they're, they're well mm. and truly alive. We'll uh, we'll follow that Pakistan Bangladesh game as it unfolds. Mm. Where they find that? Uh, that's straight. Uh, so it's a double header. Yeah, Adelaide, where where oh, Adelaide, 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 Adelaide Oval? Yeah, so. Doesn't look like rain. No rain, no rain about. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, Bangladesh uh, in a thriller get over Zimbabwe by three runs. This was a weird one where the last ball, uh, it was deemed to be a, a no ball because the keeper did a stumping, but he took the ball in front of the stumps. You don't, you don't see yeah. that one uh, sort of play out very often. And mm. they reviewed it, and I was like, what the fuck are they reviewing this for? The bloke's about <laughs> three and a half <laughs> metres. He's halfway to the sheds when he got stumped. Uh, yeah. And I said, why are they, why are they reviewing <laughs> this? Turns out they, they get it on a technicality. The blokes had shaken hands. They are off the field. And they said, no, 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 come back on, come back on. We're going to bowl another ball here. And it was a swing and a miss. Uh, so it didn't yeah. really matter in the end. But uh, unusual kind of ruling there. Uh, Pakistan opened their account with a win against the Netherlands. Shabad Khan, we need to talk about him. He is a very, very good player. Mm-hmm. We're talking about uh, Pakistan. If if Rizwan um, doesn't doesn't make runs, which he did in this one, and if Azar... Um, Baba Azam doesn't make runs They can be in trouble Shabad Khan gives you a bit with the bat He gives you a bit with the ball He's a really good all-rounder He had the Netherlands on toast Then South Africa go out And essentially upset India mm-hmm. um, at, in, in Perth Very strategic from Cricket Australia A lot of South African expats over there yep. in Perth And then India, time zone-wise Playing a game in Perth, very, very smart. Cricket Australia slash the ICC influence, maybe. Uh, <laughs> plans these games very well for the Indian fans. Uh, David Miller, pretty good in that one. And uh, Lungi and Didi getting uh, the bickies there uh, to make this group really interesting because India can't go through and win out and, and uh, they're going to top the group. But yes. after this game, it, it looked very interesting. Uh, and, and Bangladesh really caused them a, a bit of uh, issues the other night in Adelaide as well. Virat Kohli, his 64 knot means he's passed 53 times in this tournament. Mm-hmm. And he has the most runs in T20 World Cup history, yeah. surpassing Mahela Jayawardner. Has he got the most runs in this tournament? Did you say that? Uh, there's a caveat. So, there is a caveat. Yeah, so I think Kusal Mendes has the oh, most runs. But but uh, no, oh. Dowd playing for the Netherlands. Oh, how good. Yeah. The, yeah. We're talking about Will Pukowski. He looks like Will Pukowski. Yeah. Uh, I stole that from Great Cricketer. Shout out to the Great Cricketer. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Virat Kohli has the most runs out of Super 12. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. So, essentially, yes. Yeah. Uh, and where did we get to? Okay, so Pakistan beating South Africa. So, making this group really, really interesting. Shabad Khan, good in this one. Shane Shah, Freddy, bowling to... Um, 
Temba Bavuma is a bit of uh, Bilbo Baggins, uh, Gandalf kind of uh, chat, if you will, Lord of the Rings fans. And then today, a crazy, crazy upset with the Netherlands beating South Africa at the Adelaide Oval. That is Sayonara South Africa. Who would have thought after they go out and beat yeah. India, they get done by Pakistan and the Netherlands. Uh, they have one that one washout, which will prove costly, uh, that one against Zimbabwe. So they're packing their bags, and uh, this Bangladesh-Pakistan game essentially becomes a, a knockout. It's like a semi-final now mm. to get into that top term. Did I see 2.30 start time? So we're 30 it should be on. Yeah, yeah, it's should, on. Do you yep. want to get us a score before we finish up? Should be on. And then India-Zimbabwe is the late game in Melbourne. Uh, again, you know, back to pandering for... for in, and you got to make money. Uh, <laughs> in, India got two games at the MCG, so Australia didn't even get that. So expect to see another big crowd. Probably not the 90,000 that we saw for Pakistan, but well over 50,000, 60,000, you'd imagine, in the G tonight. Uh, one over in, uh, six gone for the... Uh, six goals. Six, uh, six runs, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they got the stupid back to front. <laughs> yeah. Way you know, <laughs> of doing it. Six no, for well. none. Six for none. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, so we'll they keep an eye on this one as it unfolds. I yeah, suppose. yes, I was just mm. wanted to see if we get a shot of the crowd. They showed a few of the uh, Pakistani fans, and I'd say probably a decent. Yeah, it's probably a little bit, a little bit lackluster. Uh, the thing that I liked from uh, from the Netherlands games was uh, Pakistan fans obviously going mm. in there for the double header with signs saying "Go Netherlands," yeah. and that little bit of extra support for the freaking dicker Dutch gets them home yeah. and uh, and keeps. Both Pakistan and Bangladesh alive, so a crazy Sunday here in uh, in the T Twenty World Cup. Yeah, Rick and saying that. that it looks like it's sold out against Zimbabwe as well. Really? Yeah, right. Could you imagine if? And that's shout out to the Zimbabwean Australians. There are a few. There are a few Zimbabwean yeah. Australians. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this crowd's going to be ninety percent, ninety five percent plus in Indian fans. Oh, big time! Yeah. Uh, who wins the tournament? That's, that's the next discussion I suppose we need to have. So India now are confirmed first. Doesn't matter what happens yep. tonight. Uh, so we, th- we thought, well, I was kind of trying to run through the scenarios earlier this morning and I was like, well, South Africa win, that means they're going to jump India and then blah, blah, blah. Yep. That hasn't happened. So India will finish first, which means they play England. England. As we were talking about, biggest rivalry. Yeah. Scott, Scott back down to the, uh, the, the TBC bit. Go back down. Uh, yeah, if yeah. Pakistan wins, they come first. Yeah, well, Ooh. that is true. That is true. Assuming, yeah. assuming, assuming that India yeah. beat Zimbabwe. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. As long as India don't lose they, to, to yes, Zimbabwe. and even well, actually, a rain out. That anyway. So it's, it's so, so they're playing. <laughs> assuming <laughs> India gets a job done tonight against Zimbabwe, yeah, which given this tournament, sorry, yeah, who, yeah, knows, yeah, yeah. who knows? Who knows? India gotcha. should be playing England. Yeah, at, um, at Adelaide. I just wanted to confirm uh, that the ground. So yes. the ground is at Adelaide, so not Melbourne. So not a home game maybe for India. <laughs> <laughs> You see the crowd at Adelaide the other day? There's a lot of Indian fans there. True. Okay. Uh, either way, I think they'd have more supporters than the, the Barmy Army that's travelled. I, I would say so. And then New Zealand are going to get the winner of this game. Essentially, it, uh, Pakistan, Bangladesh becomes a, a yep. semi-final. Yep. Uh, I, think, I think New Zealand look like yes. that, that. Yeah, that they haven't really looked that bad. They did have the, the loss to England, mm-hmm. but it was 20 runs. Uh, they smacked the pants off us. They smacked the pants off Sri Lanka. Uh, I think their top order has been outstanding. The likes of Glenn Phillips and Devin Conway and yep. Finn Allen have been very, very good. Yep. Um, Kane Williamson, you know, he's the, 
normally the the comparison is like a Steve Smith, like a bloke that just goes out and knocks it around at 120. But yeah. I think that in the last sort of two years, he's actually shown a bit more as a T20 cricketer and, and can sort of go more at a 130, 140. Uh, and then that that you know under lights especially that that bowling attack when Bolt's hooping him around and Ish Sodi's not too bad and Southie goes all right. Um, yeah, I think New Zealand have probably looked at the best team, mm. have a horrible record in actually winning tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. 2015 mm. and yeah. 2019 ODI World Cups come yeah. to mind. And they can't have cricket. You've got rugby, so just fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'll, go for New, I'll go for New Zealand in this one. Yeah. Uh, sorry to our Indian listeners, but, uh, you know. In English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we actually have any English. Oh, friends. probably a few. Maybe because we rip on them. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of sad little pathetic eyes. Uh, I think of the four teams, say, Pakistan wins. I think the other three have been playing overall better. I think New Zealand's probably played the best. Uh, India and England probably comparable in the way they've played. England probably playing a little bit better. I think Pakistan's probably the team that could make the biggest leap. Because they haven't played as well. Yeah, we've, uh, we've flogged a dead horse in saying that Baba and, yeah, yeah. and Rizwan aren't making runs. If they make and runs. They make, and they could make the semi-finals and these blokes haven't fought. Yeah, exactly. If they start firing and they score runs, I'd, I'd, I'd label Pakistan clearly with the dark horse. Mm. Um, I think they, they're four, but they, they will trouble uh, the others. So we'll see how they, they go. They've been actually bowling pretty well as well. So I think all, Shah, all the... Shah legit. Shabba yeah. Khan gets you four hours... Uh, four hours. Four, four overs. Hours, yeah. Four overs of, of, of good spin bowling. Um, yeah. yeah, they're... they're so I, I, I'm going to label Although they've lost two games. But yeah. maybe they've got the worst out of the way at the right time. Exactly. I think uh, I'm going to call them the Dark Horses. I'd <laughs> say New Same Zealand. thing that we did two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's kind of it's firmed up what we thought. Yeah, uh, New Zealand probably favourites from the way they played in the early tournament, um, but I- India and England on their toes. Interesting. Um, yep, I, I can't really argue any any of those points. Obviously, bitterly disappointed that Australia's not going to be there. Yeah. Um, Monks, would you mind chasing up? I don't know. Let's get the English team drug tested, maybe, the, and then we'll get them booted out and straight <laughs> and slip, in. slip a Mickey in. <laughs> I, don't yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, we, we, as well. Kind of back to England, mm. I don't think we've seen the best of England. Yes. You know, England on their... I think their, we've seen on, their, on Yeah, there's shades. Yeah. Shades, yeah. if you will. Uh, but we haven't seen a complete performance. If that English team gets going... If you're, Actually, if, the Milan injury might be... Uh, yeah, but I think they've got the depth to... Yeah. to like. No, they're bad heaps deep, but... Uh, well, Livingston batting six and seven is an absolute cheat code. Like, yeah. he is in the top five T20 bats in the whole world. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if, if they actually show a, a complete performance, scary. But, uh, yeah, that, that both these semifinals will be intriguing, but especially England and India, um, yeah. yeah, it's going to be big. Yep. Um, I don't think New Zealand's won a T20 World Cup, whereas I'm pretty sure all three of the others have. Yep. Can you chase that up? Has Pakistan won one? England has definitely when won one. India has definitely won one. When was the last time they won a uh, 50-over World Cup? Who are we talking about? New Zealand. Uh, famously have not won one. Yeah, well, they haven't really won white ball tournament then. I don't believe they have. I don't believe they have. They they got really? absolutely dudded in 2019 with that fake draw oh, and yeah. however fucking ways the English managed to cheat as <laughs> usual in, in that one, robbing it from our Kiwi little brothers. Uh, but they haven't won a T20, have they? No. No, so we have we won the last one f- that was to get us off the nudie run. Yep. And yep. then the West Indies have won two. Rest, yep. in, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then pa- Pakistan's won one. Pakistan's they? won one. Sri Lanka's won one. Sri Lanka one. and India. India and, and England. England. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so New Zealand would be the only team uh, in this f- semi-finals that haven't won one. 
So has New Zealand made the finals of the last two 50 over World Cups and lose? Last two 50 overs and, and the T20, and they, we beat them in the T20. So their finals record is yeah. no bueno. No bueno. Yeah. Yes. Thank you there to QTW Pakistan won back in 09. Mm-hmm. That'll do us for cricket, boys. Yes. We'll, we will we will follow that match. We will follow that match. We'll, we'll watch um, Pakistan and Bangladesh as it unfolds. Do you want to switch that to for me, uh, Jimmy? Live uh, before us here on the Esky. Uh, thank you to, to Rick and, and QTW for following us here in the chat. Um, yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting. Next week, I suppose we'll, we'll be talking um, semi-finals we'll and final. And and Pakistan has just struck there. Uh, Leighton Das, who, who's been quite good in this yeah, tournament, he uh, he's succumbed to Shane Shafridi. How good this Shane Shafridi? I know we've said it before. He he's the real deal. He, he bowls wheels. He's tall. He's kind of like rugg- yeah. ruggedly handsome as well. Like mm, uh, does a bit, does a bit. That's for sure. That's just nothing shot really. Picked yes. out the fielder. Picked him out. Go black caps. <laughs> <laughs> or as they say, go black caps. <laughs> Righto, let's talk some rugby league. <laughs> <laughs> One of the worst sound bites in internet slash podcast history. I love how we've got a sound bite of just you doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're well, sitting right here. It's, it's good actually for my palate, you know, good for uh, the throat, good. you know. Yeah. That, that gets a, yeah, it actually takes a toll. Sa- saves you. Yeah. Um, uh, all the other things I do with my throat as well uh, <laughs> also take a toll. <laughs> Sipping beers I'm talking about, of course. Uh, rugby League There's World Cup. Now, we couldn't contrast two competitions more differently. The juxtaposition, mm. if you will, of these two competitions is stark. Um, the cricket, there's been... Upsets. Close. There's been close games. Every game matters. You can't slip yeah. up. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the group stage is... The mini nations playing really Yeah, well. it's a bit of a training run, really, for, for the <sighs> Tier 1 nations in, yes. in the group stages. Interesting that each group had the same table, essentially. Mm-hmm. So the, the number one team, the Tier 1 team, if you will, and Tonga, yep. um, finished with 100-plus points difference. I think England's points difference was close to 180 points mm-hmm. in three games. So England, Australia, New Zealand, Tonga, don't drop a game, don't really look close to doing so either. Second team wins two games. So that's Samoa, Fiji, Lebanon, Papua New Guinea. And Papua was the only nation that actually kind of bothered the top nation, whereas Lebanon, Fiji and Samoa all got handily dealt with by the Tier 1 nation. Yeah, and you would have thought Samoa and Fiji maybe offered a little bit of something yeah. with some of the names they've got. Samoa, Samoa was still stuck on the plane. Like, they, a lot of their players played in that grand final. You know, they, they came out cold. Um, you know, a lot of Louis, Louis was the daddy um, in Parramatta and the not in England kind of yeah, chat coming yeah. out, but have really steadied their ship and have looked quite dangerous. Mm-hmm. Then the third team, and and it's kind of interesting that France and Ireland, who if you look back in World Cup history, Rugby League World Cup history, used to be a bit better. Oh. They've kind of dropped off. Mm-hmm. Um, and Italy and Cook, Cook Islands is a nation of less than 100,000 people, so uh, mm. pretty impressive for, for them to win a game. And then the fourth Teams, they all went 0-3. I'm talking Greece and Jamaica in their in their debuts. They were just going to be scoring points. And Scotland and Wales. And that was that was a nice thing. I don't mm. think there was a game where anyone lost to nil. Yeah. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure everyone scored points. And uh, and Jamaica and Greece getting their first World Cup tries. Mm. But I think across the board, like, average points difference was like 50. <laughs> it, was, it was one-sided. A lot of the lines <laughs> that I was looking for, you know, don't mind a little punt here and there, do so responsibly. Um, yeah, often you're looking at minus 42 and a half or more. Yeah, 
Uh, how does that make for the viewer? Do you want to get up in the middle of the night? Well, I think it's to, been, to watch for Australian games? fans. I think it's been dreadful. Mm. Uh, I've been talking to you know hardcore rugby league fans, and it's like, how are you watching a rugby league? I'm like, nah. Uh, you know, uh, he's just like, yeah, it's just you know, it's a, it's either on very late or very early, and it's yeah. just it's uh, just a poor, of course, poor time frame for us. It's better for all the those followers in Europe, of um, course, yeah. Uh, which and, you know, and which they, is a, a large mm. portion of it, and they would and they would love to see yeah. Australia and New Zealand and even Samoa and Tonga and Fiji because they everything you know it's the inverse for them watching yeah. the number one rugby league tournament in the world, which is the NRL. They mm. would have to do so at, at shit times exactly. for them. So, so I suppose the fans over there are appreciative of of having it over agree, there. Agree, and they're probably very happy with you know the English squad. Uh, doing quite well. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, we'll get to that in, in just a second. So, uh, yeah. but it's been one. It's been. It's definitely one side. Yeah, the, the literally in the group stages was not an upset. No, and so, not even close. No, no. I think that Papua New Guinea Tonga game was was close. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he might have been the only one that was within a try or two converted tries. I think all the others were more. Yeah. So it, it made for difficult viewing. I the the two of the three Australia games were early starts, which mm. I don't mind. I'm, I'm a bit of an early bird. Um, here uh, in terms of the, in terms of our panelists, um, I also am an early bird to bed, so <laughs> it works kind of the opposite way. If there's a game starting at eleven thirty on a school night, I'll yeah. have a rant about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, not not that enticing um, viewing for getting up in the middle of the night. I, I managed to catch most of, most of Australia, and I was actually really thankful that that I got up reasonably early this morning to watch New Zealand and Fiji, which we'll talk about in just a second. Uh, I don't know if they need to think about maybe having some kind of play in style. I only thought about it as I was driving here um, to the podcast today. In that, how we've seen the the Cricket World Cup do it recently, and and it's mm. it's not. It's not quite the same comparison here in that you've probably got a little bit more depth in cricketing nations, mm. but it's kind of similar. There's a, there's a steep drop off. There's a continent, continental mm. shelf, if you will, um, <laughs> as to you know. There's all these big teams here, and then it just it just drops off. So, yeah, but then also like if you played a playing tournament with the teams that finished second, third, and fourth there, you probably end up with the same results that we've seen anyway. So, but at least then you don't you're not having like. Oh, Australia, like, walk Australia in there and put versus, 90 on. Yeah. Versus uh, Scotland and yeah. bashing the fuck out of them. Yeah. You uh, literally, yeah. like, you have a play in to two groups of, of four, four, and that's your, well, that's your, you know, your, your super 12s in the cricket becomes a super eights, yeah. if, if you will. Yeah. Um, and then that way, the, the sort of more minnow nations, and you've got a lot of guys who aren't mm. coming off an NRL season as well, mm-hmm. they play in, say, your play in tournament. So you've got, you know, your Cook Islands and Wales and Jamaica and Scotland and Greece and all of that. There, you know, in terms of growth of the game, kind of shit. Yeah. They're all playing each other, and hopefully, you know, it's a little bit closer. Mm. They're playing in for say two spots or four spots, and to yeah. join automatic qualifiers in Australia, New Zealand, England, and say yeah. Tonga. That's it, and also you'd be having like an Australia, England in the group stage, or Australia, Tonga in the, New Zealand, in the group Tonga stage. In the group yeah. stage. So yeah. it. In the group stage, it makes those those matches even more important as yeah. well. Like you have to win against mm. one of those. I, I do like that because, yeah, with the four groups here, with, you know, the T1 spread across the four groups, yeah, it's basically yeah, giving them a free card and they've just had to pump a few And times. it's going to be paddling. Yeah. Like we talk, and there's so much intrigue yeah. for us as Australians as to what's our best team, you know. Yeah. Cleary and DCE, we'll talk about it in a sec, but even, you know, the wingers, the forward pack, there, mm. was, there was so much conjecture as to what's our best 17. Yeah. But you and really then you're playing Scotland and you're like, that's – 
do you care? Yeah. Like, do you, do you need your best 17? Yeah, well, we were talking about, well, oh, well they're playing yeah. both halfbacks in this game. It was like, well, you could play 17 halfbacks. We're still probably winning, so. <laughs> Pretty, probably could. Oh, yeah. You probably could. Each NRL halfback oh, yeah. and go out yeah. and maybe get a win. Uh, yeah. That's not that unrealistic. Well, you might not be able to find NRL-ready yeah. halfbacks, but if you cleared the halves, then you've got... You'll have mm, Latrell, yeah. Whiting, etc. You know, you have all those guys anyway in your squad. Yeah. So you, Actually, I think you got more than enough talent, which is probably you know again a re- Australia they play the the dominant league, I guess, of this sport, um, mm. and that's. Yeah, where the, the most of the talent comes from. So Scotland did actually go scoreless in that game. So oh, there was uh, one yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think there might have been one other one as well. Mm. Great view. Anyways. Yeah. There, were, there yeah. was a lot of blowouts. Let's let's yeah. put it. No, not, a, not a lot of great viewing. Um, let's hope the uh, you know into the final series is a lot better. The, the other thing I thought was uh, well, I love my rugby league. All three of us here lean well, not lean. We prefer rugby league over rugby union, but mm-hmm. that it makes me a little bit more interested, I suppose, in the rugby union. World Cup next well, next year, where you actually do have uh, you know a, a better international game, although. We are obviously caveat uh, bigger fans of of rugby league, the sport. Have you? I think it was rugby. They were thinking of doing the um, uh, an ANZAC tour of Europe, as in get the the All Blacks and the Australian the world together get together, and they go to play a, the best of Europe team. I think so. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Good luck <laughs> getting <laughs> these blokes that have <laughs> hate each other and these wallabies that have tried for 20 years. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, I think this team will be heavily all back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is, that is also true. That is also yep. true. And probably, probably we don't follow it enough to actually have anything good to say about how many Aussies would make that team. Well, you see the, the uh, British Lions do it. Yes. So England, Ireland, Wales, Scotland yes. all, all play against each other and all hate each other and then play together. You see, yeah. even in a rugby league sense, all these... Queenslanders and New South Wales that hate uh, New South Welshmen that hate each other in origin band together and play together. Oh, I've the, the amount of uh, lovey dovey between DC and um, Cleary this week has been a bit over the top. Let, let's, um, let's, for that very reason. Yeah, let's talk about that. That's probably the number one talking point uh, mm. in this World Cup. Is uh, oh, besides Fox being the best winger in the game, not picked for New South Wales. But <laughs> I had that in the notes. You, we could just flow. We could just flow, but that's okay. That's okay. I, I have to. Well, have you to want to talk about Fox or do you want to talk about DCA and Cleary? Well, you can talk about both. <laughs> we talk about the Australian squad. So let's let's talk DCA and Cleary. Yeah. Uh, we said before the tournament, there's no way that Mao could carry both of them into a game. Well, they did that. Uh, well, in, in, in caveat, the I think it was, we don't think that will be the lineup against England or New Zealand. Correct. I don't or think you, well, I don't, the tier ones, that's don't think you can afford to yeah. to carry a halfback on your bench when you run into a, a pack yeah. of, like a, the Tongan pack is up there with the best in the tournament. Yeah, well, that game, I think they had, did they have Jack, DCE and two second rowers? I think it was the bench. So like they were they were very light against Lebanon for that game. Where I they think carried. Jack started in the centres that game. Either way, I think the bench there, there was been, Yeah, that and, and I think Ben Hunt missed out. Yeah, which is I think we're more resting. Know. Like it's a long tournament. Yeah, so. that's true. And again, I think the best team. We'll go back to what we were talking about you know a couple of weeks ago, which is you know that squad. Um, Resident Queenslander, do you think it's DCA? I think the least the latest chat um, from last night was that Males picked Cleary. And that DCE is now helping. Yep. They're helping each other. You know, that, that the, the lovey-dovey comment essentially from there yep. is that he's been supporting um, 
clearly doing it. So. Yeah, passing of the guard, I think. Yeah, but it makes sense long term. Yeah. yeah, in terms of the individual player, I don't think there's a world in which Nathan Cleary is not better than yeah. Daly Cherry Evans at the moment. The, I suppose the, the, the thinking was, well, DCA and Munster play together and you're going to have a Queenslander nine. Um, but, mm. yeah, from everything that we've read and I suppose Cleary getting the nod against Lebanon kind of bodes well to him getting yeah. a start in the semifinals and the finals. Yeah. Final. England. Let's talk England. They, They're so good. They They're such a good team. Fuck Greece. 94 to 4. <laughs> Dom Young gets over for four tries in this. Um, they they smack PNG. How uh, close is he with. We'll get, I'll, I'll let Monk try, yeah, try scores for the World Cup. I'll let Monkey sort that out and we'll talk about that. England 46, PNG 6, uh, handedly dealt with the Kummels uh, in the quarterfinals. Tommy Mackinson, five tries, five goals. Here's St. Helens winger. I suppose the thing that we didn't really factor in was how good some of these Super League players are. Obviously, don't watch a lot of Super League. Uh, you know, we, we knew... Uh, what an Elliot Whitehead uh, gives you, for example, or even a George Williams, who we, we've seen here with yeah. the Canberra Raiders. Uh, but how good Mackinson's been? How good, you know, you mentioned Jack Wellsby. How, mm-hmm. how good he's Wellsby's, been? Yeah. Sam Tonkin's missed a game, but 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 back and as their fullback and skipper, very very good mm-hmm. at home. And they're not going to. They're obviously going to play the winner of Australia New Zealand. So we're not really um, provided they get past Tonga or Samoa. Yeah. Are they a problem? Yeah, I think they're. A good squad. Like yeah. Australia's always yeah. had difficulty beating England in England. Yeah, like we only beat them six zip in back in two thousand seventeen since yeah. the last World Cup, but that was here. Yeah, but any of those previous like kind of tours over there, um, though they haven't been doing a tour form in a while. Like historically, I remember it was always a challenge beating England in England uh, because yeah, they've you know what they're at home, they've got the, the advantage, and they're always well coached. Like you yeah. always got to credit they they play very well as a team. Um, Whereas, you know, that's probably always a start challenge with Australia and New Zealand is they've got a whole bunch of superstars that need to come together mm. and have that chemistry and that cohesion. So it takes a little bit longer. Mm. The other things in there, factor, obviously, at home, smaller in goals, they're used to playing mm. with that. The weather mm. is going to start getting a bit cool over there. Yep. And the, the uh, distance between the NRL finishing and the Super League finishing, they're a bit more well-rested. Yeah, exactly. So, so all of that bodes well for England. Am I going, putting my neck out there and saying that they should be the tournament favourites? No. I still think on paper... Purely by talent, no. This Australian team is the best team in the world. On paper, they should win this World Cup. If England goes out and, and knocks us off in a couple of weeks, provided we get past New Zealand, mm-hmm. uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me that much. Yeah. But... Well, having said that, go Australia. Yeah, I think of those t- any of those T1s on the day can definitely uh, win this tournament. Australia yeah. got past Lebanon pretty comfortably. Let's talk about the Fox. Five tries. He has 11, 11. on the tournament. Yep. Who's next there? Dom Young? Dom Young, it's eight. And I don't think that – I think Mackinson's not included in that. Maybe it hasn't been updated. From um, – when was, when was that? Because he scored five overnight. Okay. But anyways – I think it's still Fox. Uh, Making Freddie look pretty yeah. foolish, I suppose, for not picking him for New South Wales. He oh, actually he made a comment uh, after the game. He said, "Yeah, look, it it, it wasn't uh, Origin wasn't for me this year." You know, it, well, in the first game, his his first try celebration was mm. um, putting the phone down. Mm. As in, like he got the phone call and he's like slamming it down. Yeah, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps what someone thinks and what someone says are two different things. Yeah. Uh, but he's looked out. Outstanding. Uh, he's yeah. just about looked like the best winger in the world. Um, so it's going to be interesting next year uh, how New South Wales 
approaches that. Is it also just a product of being outside trail mitt against Lebanon or against oh, Scotland? You know, that's got to be a factor as well. I, I think it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered? <laughs> so I've seen the highlights of some of those tries, like a um, – uh, well, Latrell scored one with four blokes hanging off him like it was nothing. So I think it was quite easy. It comes and down to the individual yeah, more, well, more so. Well, a bunch of the tries at a car scored, they just cut Latrell out and just gave him the ball and he just goes, meow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think they just had – they were just too quality of a, a side and, yeah, he's too good of a finisher, to, um, you know, to do his job against them. They, the challenge will, of course, be when – again, when they play the, the Tier 1 team. Yeah, which is, which is going to be New Zealand moving forward. Let's have a look at that team that played against Lebanon. So they went Teddy after a rest. Val goes out to the wing, which is what we kind of spoke about a few weeks ago. I think that makes the most sense given that you can go with a Latrell Mitchell and a Jack Whiten in the centres or, mm-hmm. or a Matt Burton, if you like. And then, obviously, Fox is going to have the, the starting role on that other wing. Uh, a little bit harsh, I guess, for for Campbell Graham and Murray Talangi, who are specialist wingers, but I think you have to pick your best team. And I f- for me, I think it's with Val out on a wing. So it's going to be interesting to see if that rolls through into the semifinal. Then they went with Munster and Cleary at six and seven um, with, with DCA at 14. Now, the forward pack is, is interesting. This has probably been the most yeah. up for debate. Well, Jake, Jake Turbovich. Uh, Harry Grant, Tino Fasasua Malawi, mm-hmm. Angus Crichton, Liam Martin, Elliot Yo. So you've got the two Penny Panthers in there plus Angus Crichton. Big Tino has to be one of the profs. Interesting to yeah. see Jerbo uh, there. I think that's a, you know, everyone talks about his heart and, you know, how how um, courageous he is and, and how committed he is for when he's playing for, for Manly or for New South Wales. So that's probably warranted his selection there. Grant playing nine with DCE playing 14 as a Dragons fan to see Ben Hunt miss out. Interesting. Yeah, well, I think it's more wear and tear in the group stages. Mm. Uh, I, I would not surprise me if Hunt's back there at nine um, and, yeah, they'll have that conversation about whether Harry Grant's 14 or they jack or they do both. Um, that's, that's what makes most sense to me. Like, yeah. no offense to DCE, but I just don't see how you can carry. No, DCE won't a, be carried a second halfback no. against a New Zealand or anything. No. We talked about um, uh, how Jack fits all that, all those roles, and that's kind of why mm-hmm. I think again he probably goes back to the bench, mm-hmm. and Val might move back into the centres, which would open the door for probably Campbell Graham, who was 18th man. Yeah, well, I th- yes, and he's only played one other game in this tournament, whereas mm-hmm. I think Tulangi played two. So, yeah, so I think. Uh, it, if, it, if that follows suit, it'll probably go back to Talangi as the wing. Now, I, th- I think what the team is they roll out for that first game was probably their closest to their team that, that they'll go into. Okay. Uh, besides uh, switching DCE and Cleary around. It's going to be interesting. And again, this speaks volumes as to where Rugby League World Cups are at. Is the most interesting thing for us. It's probably trying to <laughs> name our Aussie Well, 17. let me put it this way. Is, is Ado Carr the best number nine for Australia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the number gate. It's, uh, it's so it's, dumb. It's it annoying. Still looks wrong, it still looks wrong, but I've kind of just forced myself to get used to it over the last uh, four, four games, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> even here, like they've got the they've got one, two, three, four, and then they've got a tiny little number next to them. You know, Jack White and ten. You know, at a card nine, and, and the rest of it. Uh, the best prop players are mm. annoying. <laughs> um, how good is our you know sports OCD where this grinds your gears so much that we haven't let it go for a month. <laughs> um, speaking of you know blowouts and you know is this the 
a tournament that deserves being followed and the rest of it. A great, great game overnight between New Zealand and mm. Fiji. Fiji had a 12-6 lead at the half. They go up 18-6. I thought they were going to knock off um, the Kiwis here and then a really good finish um, from, from the boys in black to get the win 24-18. to Appy Coruscant playing in the halves is interesting. He, he doesn't look that far um, out of place, to, to be honest. And Brandon yeah. Wakem playing probably the game of his life uh, for Fiji this morning. Did he play seven for quite a while before he moved into nine for Manly? I don't know. I, I feel like he started as a halfback. But that would have been DCE times as well. So are you, is it was it an uh, injury? It before he, maybe it was before he went to Manly. I don't know. Mark's such happy character. So I'll find out where he's playing. Didn't he start at Manly? I felt maybe he's six then. Maybe it was DCE was seven and when Foran got hurt, he was playing six. Yeah, I feel like he's played a fair bit in the halves as well. He's played with Souths. I was way off. Souths, Penrith, Manly. Back to Penrith. Back to Penrith. Yeah, yeah right. Because he won a, he's got a South City tattoo on him. Because yeah. he, he won he won that grand final as a young man. Does it say positions or anything there? Probably not. You, I don't know. It's got years. You have to read through that and figure Someone it out. Someone tear us to shreds in the comments saying <laughs> you fucking don't know anything about rugby league. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I know he's definitely played in the halves for Fiji before, but yeah. I felt like he's always been a nine or a fourteen. No, I think he kind of he grew into a nine at um, Manly. I feel like he was playing. Yeah, he played while um, filled in for DC. For DC, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Memories. What is that? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yep. Boom. Good on the. R- <laughs> that's why. That's why you're a fucking valued member of this team. Mark. We need a bit of that. I, I yeah. don't say much, but when I say something, oh, it's, it's got to be quality. And and yeah. there has been times where it's like, uh keep keep talking, <laughs> Phil, you know, a bit of feel, a bit of feel. That's it. Yeah. So he did start playing as hooker, and then yeah, once uh, DC got injured, he, he moved in. So he's never been a specialist. Half. Okay. He's never been a specialist. Yeah, half, I do but has the ability. Yeah. And good, good from your memory. Yeah. Well, we always remember the vague kind of things. We're like, James, just confirm that we haven't fucked that up. <laughs> Anyways, uh, New Zealand get through, and uh, and it was by the skin of their teeth. Well done to the Fijians on a, on a really good effort there. So we will see Australia versus New Zealand in the semi-finals, and uh, and again one of potentially the games of the tournament overnight in Tonga and Samoa. Uh, Monks, if you wouldn't mind chasing up some odds for for that one. Uh, when is that game? It's overnight. Is oh, it five time. o'clock in the morning? Is it a late one? Um. It's got 130 here. Uh, not watching that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tonga are favourites, uh, $1.60, uh, with uh, Samoa out at $2.35 at the moment. Mm. Um, it's fair. Tonga would be pretty good. And tournament odds? Tournament odds? Uh, Australia's Australia got $1.80. Oh, Jesus. Too short. Unbackable. Yeah. Almost unbackable, yeah. Um, well, yeah. $1.36. Uh, England's in at a close second at $6.00. New Zealand's just after them at seven. Um, Be highly unpatriotic, but England at $6 is a little bit, little bit of juice there. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Australia's tournament to lose. Let's put it that way. Up the kangaroos. Yep. Uh, hopefully, I think it's. I think we're 11 Rugby League World Cups, so hopefully we get our 12th uh, come oh, a few weeks' time. Mm-hmm. All right, should we talk some NFL week nine? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Are the Philadelphia Eagles the best team in the NFL? He broke his 
<laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles, they improved to 9-0 and uh, with a 29-17 to win over the Houston Texans. Didn't blow them out of the park, but uh, never really looked like losing this one. The Eagles are all in uh, on winning a Super Bowl. Sean, your thoughts, please. Yeah, well, they traded for Robert Quinn. Uh, those notes are actually wrong there. Smith went to the Ravens. Yeah, Roquan uh, Smith. Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith yes. to the Ravens. And Robert Quinn. Quinn. To the Eagles. I don't think he played in that game yesterday. Well, I'm sorry, Friday. Whenever it was. Um, for us, so two days ago. Um, but, yeah, the Eagles, they look like they tried to add a bit of extra running back depth as well but couldn't get it done before the deadline. Uh, but it looks like they've loaded up ready to go for a run. They did lo- you lose uh, the big man, Jordan Davis, for the season, I believe. Mm. Uh, which, he is a big, big man. Which was the difference probably in this game with uh, Pierce getting 130-plus uh, rushing yards Um on this one. So uh, I think they're a good team. Can they go undefeated? Oh, they're definitely a good team. Yes, yeah. How how good are they? Yeah, how good are they? Can they go undefeated? They do have the Giants twice, Cowboys and Packers is probably the teams that would worry them Mm -hmm. left on their schedule. Titans as well. Titans, Saints are in there, but I just don't think they, um, though where those two teams are, where they need to be to potentially beat this Eagles squad. As a Packers fan, I'd say they're probably better than the Packers. <laughs> yeah. But, but when come playoff time, are, are they there with the other playoff, big playoff yeah, teams? That's, that, that's the question. Yeah, you know, when they roll into Buffalo, how's that look? Um, that's probably the question uh, for the Eagles. But uh, I, th- I think they're good. I think they're a good squad. Um, yeah, I just can't, I'm not sure how they'll go. This playoffs will be a, a very interesting and maybe deciding factor on uh, you know Jalen Hurts' quarterback uh, era because second second year quarterback pretty unusual for a second year quarterback to take a team to to the Super Bowl. Well, they've 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 invested in him essentially because they traded away all their first round picks to mm-hmm. buy to get guys uh, to put talent around him, get the uh, you know AJ Brown in there. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see. Um, How good is that? Jalen Hurts has been great. How good has AJ Brown been? He's been good. Uh, you know, Devontae Smith has been excellent as a tight end. Uh, some of the memes seen him in line next to Dallas Goddard, who's been very good for them as well. Skinny tight end. <laughs> yeah, he's a very skinny he's, tight end. He's, he's probably a buck seventy dripping yeah. wet. You know, he doesn't care. He's just happy doing the role and mm. they keep winning games. So, and Miles Sanders played pretty well in yeah, this too. Yeah. Texans um, held in for this and uh, yeah, didn't get smashed. Didn't get smashed. And their big story was they couldn't get a trade for Brendan Cooks. I think they were asking for a second and a fourth round pick. And yeah, and him done. on his socials, it doesn't look good. No, he does not look good. Happy. He does not want to be there. He thinks he's being disrespected. Yeah, didn't play. They didn't have him or... Packers uh, take him from <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. Packers mm. uh, couldn't get a deal done and we'll mm. talk about them in a minute. Uh, no Nico Collins or Cooks in this one, but it didn't matter. They just handed the ball off to Pierce and uh, took it from there. But, yeah, I, I don't think they're a very good football team overall and probably will be in quarterback conversation next season. I saw a meme with a Lamborghini parked in the garage of, like, a crack den mm-hmm. and, then like, a Damien Pierce on, on the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> poor poor uh, Texans. But uh, he's been really good. He's been really, really good. And uh, shout out to you for taking him in our fantasy draft. Mm-hmm. I took James Cook uh, before I took him <laughs> from the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and then they traded for um, uh, Hines during the week. They did, kind they of, did. Which would fill his role exactly. How about a, the trades this week? Like uh, We don't have to go into detail now because we'll cover them through each in game. In total, I think there was 20 across the week leading up to it. And 12 on the day. Which is the most in NFL history, apparently. Yes. By, it's like three times. I think oh, the, most, so the most was like four or four, four or five. Quick yeah. math. Yeah, so yes, uh, they blew it out of the water. And we'll cover some of those trades to go through stories. But yeah, that was Eagles-Texans. So if we roll into Sunday, early games. 
And 5 a.m. starts here, early yes. birds, early birds. I've been yep. talking about it, how when we go to Daylight Savings, we get the 4 a.m. and then mm-hmm. they're off their Daylight Savings now. So 5 a.m., very manageable, very manageable for the working man that needs his eight hours of beauty sleep. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the Chargers and Falcons. Um, Not a lot for Chargers. Char- yeah, they're a bit panged up. Yeah, they're coming off their bye, but even a seal, no, no Allen in this, no Mike Williams as well. Eckler's a little bit banged up. He was on the injury report, but... Um, who's, they, their, who's their wide receiver three? Is it Josh Palmer? Josh Palmer, yes. And Should he be fantasy relevant this weekend? This week against Atlanta, who give up the most points to the wide receivers, yes. Mm. Um, he's coming back off a concussion because he missed their last game, but during the bye week cleared all that. So him and is it Guyton? Uh, I think it's the other one, maybe. Yeah, or is it Carter? Maybe. Uh, yeah. One yeah. Of, they're, they're probably the, the favourites. Yeah, but De- I think DeAndre Carter and yeah. Darius Guyton, maybe, I want to say. maybe. Either way, um, Palmer's probably the favourite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eckler maybe get 20 targets in this as well. They don't yeah. have many options. You um, say he's on track for like 120 receptions or something? Yeah. Crazy, crazy numbers. Uh, and that workload is the question for him long term. Yeah, can he uh, keep it up? Yeah. Anyway, uh, they should still probably beat the Falcons. The Falcons' big news is they traded uh, Calvin Ridley to the Jags. Mm. Uh, not playing this season, of course, for betting on a Falcons game. Um, 1500 bucks. Which I believe <laughs> was – was that a Falcons versus Jaguars game? Uh, could have been. Oh, I don't know. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. I here. Yeah, so – Seen a few good Dra- – you know the Drake meme where he's uh, he's like, no. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like betting on a game, no. Mm. Performance-enhancing drugs, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got four weeks for that shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, goes to Jags. I th- his chat was, uh, I believe, there was other, you know, better teams uh, potentially that mm. were in the hunt for him. Um, but, yeah, either way, he'll go to the Jags. That uh, wide receiving core is not bad. Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley there. Well, I think that's – they're now putting it on Trevor Lawrence. It's like, hey, mm. we've got you the weapons. Same mm. thing that happened with Jalen Hurts. We've got your weapons mm. now. Um, now you got to prove yourself as uh, a starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, Cordell Patterson back uh, potentially I think this week for the Falcons he's coming off IR so you, they are a very run heavy team but they have like four running backs they like to rotate with yeah so I think I looks. think the most run heavy I think they've now overtaken the Chicago Bears yeah. well, and Marcus Mariota's top 10 fantasy quarterback yeah how does that work because he runs lots yeah. <laughs> <laughs> runs lots and, and then throws Thank deep balls <laughs> to, to London when he gets a chance so uh, yeah I think Chargers should still probably I think so too, but yeah, the question that you've got there is what do we make of the Falcons? It's just, it's kind of similar with Carolina. Like this team on paper, they shouldn't be good, but they just keep going out and winning games. And and, and that, that division, like it's still up for grabs. That division's back to front. Yeah, it's like there's been a bit of that in the NFL this year, but uh that, uh, that NFC yeah. South in particular, it just it yeah. doesn't seem to to reflect uh how talented these teams are on paper. Monks, if you wouldn't mind just the NFC South uh just running through what that looks like. They, they're all under 500, aren't they? Uh, no, Falcons are uh, on 500, 500 now. Yeah, so they're um, four and four. Uh, both uh, the Bucks and the Saints are on three and five at the moment with Panthers at two and six. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And Panthers went close to winning that game against mm. uh, the Falcons last week mm. as well, yep. which you know, would have potentially given them that, the lead. That as well. DJ Moore, like Hail Mary catch, yeah. and then the dumbass, took off, he took off his, <laughs> you see, he took off his helmet, 15-yard yeah. penalty, and they missed the extra point. point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll get to the Panthers in a second. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Miami Finns and Miami Dolphins take on the Chicago Bears, and mm. I think it's uh, – 
very much turn it into the tour show. Again, same situation. They've traded and drafted well weapons for him um, and he's undefeated when he doesn't die. And uh, <laughs> some of some of his runs, he yeah. doesn't know how to slide either. So he just doesn't give a fuck at this point. Yeah, it's, so. it's that classic, you're a second-year quarterback. Our franchise depends on you. Just like, fuck that extra two yards. Like You, you, can, yeah. do, you can die for that shit in the Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, yeah week eight. Now, get down. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Uh, they added Bradley Chubb. Big trade. Denver fan, yes. thoughts? Yeah, well, did we cover it? Maybe we didn't. Um, I think for the value, you're getting a first-round pick, which should probably be around 20 because um, it's uh, – do I remember this right? It's through, through Miami, through 49ers, through someone else. And, yeah, it'll finish in about the 20 range. So I get that a, f- a fourth. And then they gave him a huge extension, 20 mil average, 120 – 119 mil, I think it was. Big deal. Extension, mm. sixth highest paid uh, defensive player in the league. Wow, uh, Bradley Chubb. Exactly. He's so, not even the best Chubb in the league. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> uh, I think uh, for Denver, I think they got out of that well considering he's off contract anyway yep. next year that he potentially could have left. Been and a little then, bit hurt as well, hasn't he, in the yeah, in well, exactly. first few he's, years? So for Denver, they then turned around and traded for um, Jacob Martin from the, the Jets and they're both drafted in the same draft. He's got 15 sacks and Chubb's only got 26 in the same time frame. So uh-huh. uh, you get a first-round pick and a fourth-round pick don't have to pay him a huge extension and are only getting a slightly less reduction. So I haven't even heard of that bloke. Is his name Jacob Martin? Yeah. Uh, he's – if you get into the pressure stats, we've got Browning, who's number one, and Martin's number four, surprisingly. So, yeah, um, a bit of a role player there for the Jets. Mm. And he'll get a role um, for Denver. I think the most interesting thing was Randy Gregory, who's at Denver, who's mm. probably been the best outside linebacker for Denver – uh, though hurt at the moment, his deal is half what Bradley Chubb just got. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he's like a year older. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, paid. yeah, for the Dolphins, they're all in on this year. They're, That's the it's point. It's much like the Eagles, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Like chips they, they needed pass rush help because they only had Phillips on the other side who mm. had – He's been good as well. He's good, but really needs a running mate and he'll mm. have Chubb there to help support him. So, again, another team that's gone all in on this year, potentially winning. A uh, team not going all in on this year is probably Chicago Bears. Mm. Roquan Smith, as mentioned before, did get traded. Robert Quinn get traded. They do go and get Chase Claypool and probably stole him from the Packers, which was the chat. The Packers mm. offered and then the Bears came in and offered that a little bit more. So they got that deal. They need some receiver help. Darnell Mooney uh, was meant to be their number one this year. Is it a Justin Fields thing? Is it a Darnell Mooney thing? I don't well, know. I think that's a weapons thing. We'll find out. It's mm. very easy to, yeah. to cover, if not triple cover, if <laughs> yeah. they've got nothing else. So. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Justin I, Fields, admittedly, last few weeks been pretty fucking good. Yeah. So gets an extra weapon. We'll see how Claypool goes over there. Bears overall, don't think they're going too well this year. Finns, I think they're for real. I think they're two has kind of taken that step and, you know, he's got the two. Yeah, Waddle and Hill are breaking all kinds of – Hill's one and Waddle's – Four or something? Yeah, they're, he's uh, they're top both top that They're both top five for yeah. yards. For yards. T- they haven't scored a lot of touchdowns, touchdowns. between the no, two of them. No. Um, so I think they they should beat the Bears in this one. I agree. With, I, I, with no talent in, in that team. I'll go Miami, but the, the way that the league's been this year, fuck, who knows. <laughs> Carolina Panthers take on the Cincinnati Bengals. PJ Walker – he didn't get the memo. We're meant to be tanking. We're meant to be tanking. Um, they're two and six. You've got yeah. their can they be a problem in the South? I don't think so. I think they've played a lot better yes. than people were expecting after trading away their Ferrari in uh, in Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Well, they traded all, all their talent. They couldn't get rid of Baker, so Baker I think is going to stick around. So they've got three quarterbacks. But PJ Walker is a feature there, and we'll have to see. That's really helped out 
DJ Moore, who's played way yeah. better in the last two weeks. Yes, um, so they look overall like a better squad. Well, their running backs have been good as well. Yeah. In uh, Trooper Hubbard and uh, mm. Dontrell Hilliard. Yeah, so Hubbard will be out for this one, but Foreman will be... Oh, no, so yeah. I, just, I said Don, Dontrell Hilliard dinner. Yes. Dontrell Foreman. Foreman. Foreman, yes. Uh, Hilliard yeah, I fuck up is, names sometimes too. is the back... You, you are right, because he was the backup to Henry. The current backup to Henry is um, Hillman. So, yes, you are. Close enough. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Bengals, Jamar Chase. There's not a lot of kind of mm, precise news around this hip injury. It's two, two to six days. weeks. Who the fuck knows it, what that means? If I think they put him on IR. So well, that has no, to be no, fo- they didn't. They didn't. Oh, they, yeah, they didn't because they were going to, but they haven't yet. Okay, because they're not sure. So. Well, fantasy owners are then arming and ahhing because if yeah. it's six weeks, that's that's the season done. Like that's going into playoffs. Yeah, like, that's what that's do you do? Mike Thomas or Keenan Allen kind of situation yeah. where it's like, hey. Uh, could do us a solid put him on in injured reserve because, yeah, I've been carrying him for the last, you know, two months. And T. Higgins <laughs> owners are going, yes, let's yes. let's well, go. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Uh, mm. James has got both of them on the other I do. <laughs> I think I dropped – somehow I drafted both of them. <laughs> just waiting for that. Monkey's got a Jamar Chase fucking voodoo doll over here. Just get me right here. Um, hopefully it is a quick recovery for him, obviously – you know, it's a real person. We're talking about yeah. fans, fake football. It doesn't really yeah. matter that much. If yeah, you're well, one and one and seven or zero and eight in your league, don't feel about that bad. It doesn't. It's not real football. Yeah. Well, Joey Burrow really depends on him as well. Like, even yeah. though he's got potentially three Pro Bowl kind of wide receivers on his team that are all very good at catching, it's yeah. Without Chase, they're just not as. They don't click. And against the Browns, they lost last week. Uh, and How bad against Cleveland? And they week? can't protect. They can't mm. protect um, mm. Burrow at all. So that's probably the, the caveat there. They. Their, their, their line, offensive line has been bad and it's really affecting the rest of the team in both phases of running and passing the ball. So, yeah, I, I don't think the caveat, Bengals are at the exact same point they are were last year, mm. got on a run, went to the Super Bowl. Mm. I'm just not feeling the same mojo this year that they can make that. Super Bowl hangovers, man, they're a thing. Hangovers are real. Super Super Bowl yeah. hangovers are so real. the point of this... The like, Rams have been crap and the Bengals haven't been great. Yeah, yeah. For a bloke that knows a lot about hangovers, like... Never felt one. Yeah, definitely, definitely been a big Super Bowl hangover for, for, for mm. those guys. And a lot of the playoffs teams have kind of been struggling. Um, and you had to go out and retool, get you know, trade for dudes to kind of make a push. Because mm. there are other teams, uh, like we'll take the Vikings, Dolphins mm. and Eagles kind of really... Um, Changing their seasons around mm. at the moment, um, to yeah, pushing that. Mm. Uh, anyway, on this game, Panthers probably going to be competitive. I think this will be a close football game. I think the Bengals get the job they should done. Win, but yeah. but again, the NFL this year, yeah, who fucking knows? Yeah. How's this for a start? Joe Burrow is leading passing yards and leading in sacks yards lost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, speaks volumes to where the Cincinnati Bengals were at. The mm. kind of the whole. Uh, talk around their season last year was if they could could have protected, protected. Joe Burrow, they'd have a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, mm. um, and they they invested and they they still can't do it. Yeah, it just hasn't worked out yet. Again, of course, young talent. Um, sure. So yeah, yeah mm. it might take a bit. Maybe. They, well, they're going to be good for a few years. You yes. know, Joe Burrow's young. Jamar Chase is young. Joe Mixon is young. Does he stay at Cincinnati? Do they have the cap room? In terms of tomorrow's game, I think I think they get the job done against Carolina at home. A team your, that I, a team that I hope gets the job done tomorrow <laughs> is the Green Bay Packers. They take on the Detroit Lions. Yeah, if, uh, if, they're getting healthier, the Lions, aren't they? Well, we'll start with the Lions, yeah. They're not a huge amount of stories for them. bit healthier. Uh, Brown is back. He played last week. Swift was I'm back. Right. Played. Uh, Swift's probably a little bit banged up. I think uh, Williams will get the start. 
and Smith is kind of uh, on, will might be on a pitch count. Yeah, I saw Swift uh, back, so I, I sat Jamal Williams and he had about 24 fantasy points. Stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. Yeah, how's your record looking at the moment? 0-8. <laughs> knock, knock, who's there? 0-8. Oh um, uh, the uh, new Taylor Swift yeah. album dropped this week. Uh, ten songs in the Billboard Top 10. Probably... <laughs> No, and I like Taylor. I like Taylor. But maybe where our music industry is at at the moment, if uh, one artist can have 10 songs in the Billboard Top 10. Mm-hmm. But it's me. <laughs> oh, my God. It's me. That's not the lyrics, but something like that. It's about <laughs> self-reflection. It's about yeah. looking at yourself in the mirror. It's about uh, going, you drafted poorly. You don't make good <laughs> trades. You set your lineup like shit. Um, uh, and it was me. I was vibing to a bit of Taylor Swizzle <laughs> this week. Um, and hopefully I'm playing Shake It Out tomorrow after I get off the donut and the Green Bay Packers win their first game in a month. Uh, the Packers, mate, they've lost... Well, sorry, to finish on the Lions. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <James> <laughs> w- I was on a roll. You're on a wheel. When we, we started the Lions, we better finish with them. Uh, yeah. Williams is probably another month away. They haven't uh, brought him off uh, IR. Jameson Williams James we're talking Williams. about here yes, yes. in terms of their, so uh, their first round draft. Li- likely he won't play this season. Um, uh, and they did trade away TJ Hawkinson, who went to the Vikings after Irv mm. Smith, I think, uh, was going to miss at least a month, if not the rest of the year. So. Let's let's talk about that here. Poor Irv Smith, meniscus last year, yeah. missed a whole year, and then ankle mm-hmm. um, injured reserve for him. Now TJ Hawkinson, very good on the on the Lions. Yep, you'd think going to the Vikings makes him even better. So. Yeah, well, it gives him an a, you know an extra weapon there that hopefully. Free up Jefferson and Thielen more. Mm, mm, mm. Um, yeah, going from a Lions team that's have they won one game this one. year to yeah. a team that's only lost one game. So uh, that's a that's a good change, and I think TJ will be happy with that. Indeed, indeed, indeed. The Lions are uh, scoring points uh, in the, in in the well in the last month they've struggled after starting True. on fire. They're averaging about thirty seven points a game uh, in their first well, month. No Brown and no Swift. I think is the big difference. That hurts. That hurts. Uh, as a Packers fan, we've lost to you know uh, juggernauts such as the New York Jets, the Washington Commanders, and the New York Giants, whose <laughs> record's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of people thought, oh, this could be an absolute bloodbath against Buffalo Bills. Didn't look too bad. They didn't get the win, yeah. but at Buffalo, um, they, I think they went down 27-17. Rogers is a step back from where he, he used to be. Doesn't have any offensive weapons yeah. out wide. Yeah. And could back, be the wide receiver. And on top of that, banged up. I know it's going to sound like an excuse, mm. but it kind of is an excuse. But anyways, um, Christian, uh, Christian expect- Watson goes down with a concussion. Yeah. Lazard. Not there. Um, no, the, no Randall Cobb anymore. No Randall Cobb. So you, you're running out there with Romeo Dobbs, who's been very good, but he's, he's a still a rookie. He's, he's a rookie and uh, Samari Toure, like yeah, and and they're they're not, not exactly household names. Yeah, and they still don't love him, so they didn't trade for anyone. So <laughs> they tried, him. but then they couldn't do it. What this is what needs to happen at the Green Bay Packers. We're having an ayahuasca session. Everyone's getting on the <laughs> ayahuasca. We're going to talk about our feelings, throw up for a little bit, yeah. and uh, and then uh. make sure that. Uh, uh, good acquaintances in there, and uh, you know everyone. Everyone sort of gets their spirit animal and uh, aligns their chakras, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. In, in all seriousness, if they lose this game to the Detroit Lions and lose five on the trot, I am done with the Packers uh, for this year, and uh, you start thinking about next year. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair statement. I, I actually expect them to run the ball pretty heavily in this game. I it think. works. It, that it was working against Buffalo. Did, just toss to, left, Aaron Jones. Toss yeah. left, toss right. Yeah, just tell Rogers you're going to have to take a. 
take a seat in this one. Uh, just just, just yeah, hand the ball off. You don't that, need to be the, the superstar. Well, it's, it's something that they've done well. They haven't really capitalised on it. Mm. There's been you know a lot of times where they get in the red zone, they can't uh, push it in. But, yeah, Aaron Jones, you know, as soon as he gets uh, off tackle uh, either side, uh, whether whether you set it up with a sweep, sweep or a handoff, uh, he, he's, he's been pretty good. So uh, I think they just need to pump pump the run game and get a win and, uh, and try – to, to get the wild card behind the Minnesota Vikings in this NFC North. Yep. yep. Well, I will say, I think we said three teams last potty to right the ship, or three teams lost. <laughs> yeah. Which is Pakistan, <laughs> and I can't remember who the other one was. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think it was a. Yeah. We want them to right the ship, but yeah, it just hasn't. Hasn't happened. Then. The other the good uh, thi- the good thing in the Packers uh, side of things, they this is Detroit away. They still mm-hmm. get to play Detroit at home. They still have another game against the Chicago Bears, yes. who mm. in verbatim Aaron Rodgers owns. Let's, <laughs> ho- let's hope that's that as a Packers fan, that's three wins, and uh, and they might scrape through to the playoffs this year. Yep. Do they win the whole thing this yep. year? Probably not. Well, uh, side question: I had it in the didn't have it in these notes. I had it in the last week's notes, but. Uh, the three oldest quarterbacks in the league, all struggling. Mm. Uh, Russell, I think, is fifth on that list. Struggling. But had been struggling. Um, yeah, yeah. Have we seen the the old quarterbacks hit Changing the wall? Changing of the guard. Changing of the guard. We, we spoke about it before in the cricket. So the old ones we're talking about. Um, Brady. Think, uh, so Brady. Uh, I think it goes Matt Ryan, then Rogers. They're the, the three oldest. Mm-hmm. And Matt Ryan, of course, now we'll get to him in a minute. He's... Mm. Uh, actually, next day, not the Colts, starting, yeah. he's not starting benched and are basically season done. They've said um, uh, Sam will take the, the leading role for the rest of the year. Um, and he also was drafted last year as well as part of that big draft class with Lawrence, mm. etc. cetera. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know whether it's on the quarterbacks or maybe the defense has kind of taken a step up. Uh, fantasy scoring across the board is like a 10-point average down. Yeah, so yeah. And scoring touchdowns mm. down across the board. So... Whether um, yeah, we've seen a lot of talent being put on the dr- on the defensive side of the ball, and mm. it's kind of starting to work back into parity of you know the favoritism we had to offense for the, the, the previous decade, mm. as you will. So, bit of yeah. balance to the force, would you say? Yeah. Well, you look at some of the young corners <laughs> that are <laughs> like Star Wars down the end here. <laughs> Think about yeah. some of the young corners that. that have come come along in leaps and bounds in yeah. the last year. Like and and had anyone kind of um, predicted? The, the fall of of Rodgers and Brady. Oh, yes, yeah. it, we're only halfway through the season. If any if anyone can right their ships, it's yeah. it's Tom you Brady and goats. the Tampa Bay yeah. Buccaneers, yeah. and it's Aaron Rodgers of the of the Green Bay Packers. But yeah, fantasy wise, it's been unplayable. Mm. I dropped Aaron Rodgers for Daniel Jones. <laughs> did it work? No. <laughs> but but did I think I would say that this year? Yeah. No, <laughs> no. It's it's been unprecedented, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why you're losing. Uh, nah, Rogers, probably not. <laughs> like a, I said, make a stupid decision. Yes. <laughs> like I said, a lot of Taylor Swift, a lot of uh, sort of introspection, a lot of looking in the mirror. No, it's none of that. It's fucking <laughs> bullshit. It's George Kittle. It's Aaron Rodgers. Maybe need to get on those hallucinations, like yeah, Aaron Rodgers. That'll help you. <laughs> Me, I <laughs> Aaron Rodgers sounds horrible. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of, we can go into the Colts and the New England Patriots as the next game. We just mentioned Matt Ryan has been benched for the foreseeable future. Um, they have gone with Sam. How do you say Sam's last name? Ailinger. Ailinger. Yeah, I'm calling him the Slinger. The Slinger. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was average in his first start. Um, gets his second start against here Patriots, 
who themselves have a bit of a QB problem. There's Mac Jones as a starter mm. going forward. Um, was it Bailey Zamp? Zap, zappy. zappy. Like, uh, like Zap, you yeah, know. Yeah. Zappy uh, <laughs> had played well in the interim. Then then they split split that game and they both played kind of average. Mm. You've you got, you, you got to go, this is a starter and it's his game. Yeah. I don't care if it's Zappy or if it's, yeah. if it's Jones, the, but the chopping and changing for me doesn't work. True. Uh, and mm. then uh, they did... Mac Jones started last week and he did beat the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's questions about Zach Wilson now, so we'll get to that in a minute. Mm. I don't feel like they've got a QB problem at the moment. I think it's Mac Jones' um, job. A job for now. But, yeah, results I think is probably the main thing. He's mm. got to get results uh, for that football club. The Colts, on the other t- hand, back to the Colts. JT out for this one. Yeah, um, so... Uh, did trade away Hines, as mentioned. So, Deontay Jackson. Yeah, Deontay. Yeah, Dion, Dion Jackson. I think it's Deontay. I've got him in one of my leagues. He, he, he scored <laughs> fucking 23 yeah. points or something the other week. But yeah. uh, pump him if you've if you got him. Yeah. I think it's Deontay. I think it's Deontay. Anyways, fastest uh, research man in the west. Whoa. Where are we? The south? We're or, in or, or in between. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Deontay Jackson? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. It's definitely not Dion. <laughs> It is Dion, isn't it? <laughs> Done fucked up here. Dion Jackson. Oh! <laughs> the yeah, day that you got a name <laughs> right over me, BRB might have to go for a pee break. Slash it's, it's only fantasy related. That's the only reason I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who do you think? I think Pats will win this. I think Pats get this job done. Uh, they should. Does it matter? I don't think either of these teams are playoff teams this year. Uh, Which is crazy to say. How many times are you talking about the Patriots and the Colts not not Patriots? Patriots feel like a wild card team purely based on their defense at the moment. Um, But outside of that, yeah, Colts. I just don't think. I think this is a waste of season. They tried it with Matty Ice, it didn't work, and now they're kind Mm. of just finding their feet. So, Patriots. I'll run for a wee. I think the Bills win this next game, and uh, I'm looking forward to you talking about the Washington Commandos. Yeah, I put it in there. It's funny. I, well, that's uh, probably Snyder's problem. That's why he's selling the team. But anyway, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Bills, uh, Bills, Jets, let's cover that. We talked about uh, yep. Bills trading for Hines. Pretty much, I think, to take James Cook's job, unfortunately. Um, they, they fill very much the same role, and they do need help in that running back position. That's probably been their only weakness for for at least the last two, to eight, two years. So um, they should beat the Jets. Jets have been good. Um, yeah, well, they're... Second in the division at the moment. Yes, yes. Um, um, though they do will be out with Corey Davis. We'll miss this one. They did lose uh, Bryce Hall as well to the ACL and he trade for James Robinson as the replacement. Mm. Uh, I think we might have mentioned that in the last potty. Um, so they do, are trying to go all in this year. Elijah Moore didn't get traded. He's back with the team, uh, but hasn't. He played last week, didn't get a single target, um, though he was on every one of their offensive plays. So I don't know about the connection there. <laughs> But I think that the question mark has fallen straight with their very young quarterback in Zach Wilson. Is he the quarterback for them? They did have Flacco take over and win a couple of games while he was out injured. Mm. But uh, the talk's more about Mike White, who um, kind of uh, you know had 15 minutes of fame last season, again filling in for an injured Wilson, um, potentially taking as a starter with... Um, Flacco now moving into the QB3 spot. What do you think, James? Do you think Wilson's job is safe or 
you think he needs to watch over his shoulder for the Mike White? Yeah, that's a hard one. Um, I reckon he's probably safe for the moment. S- probably not as safe as Jones. Um, I guess. Think, uh, I guess. Yeah, you're talking about a second pick versus second overall pick versus the twenty yeah. something. So yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Jets are just a weird team. They they kind of really, really starting to feel like a quarterback away. They they yeah. yeah young draft class has been good. The line's good. Defense is good. Mm. Um, yeah, source has been uh, unreal on the edge. So yeah, they kind of feel like they're just lacking that QB to put them over, and that's kind of the point of Wilson. He needs second yeah. year. He needs to take that leap. Yeah, that's it. Um, they've um, got all the weapons they could for him. I, I just yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I. Yeah. And that's always kind of been the case with the Jets as well. Like they've always sort of drafted well, drafted well. Well, they haven't drafted well up until the last couple of years. But yeah, they always kind of yeah, they've always they, kind of had that quarterback that might have potential, but well, they've yeah, never they've, really. We've gone through what it was Sanchez, then into Geno Smith to yeah. I guess now where you, they've gone through the retreads for a yeah. couple of years, and now they've Out got the got um, Wilson as that. Yeah, so. I th- I think they've got too much invested in him. They'll have to keep yes. him keeping together, and it won't matter too much in this Bills to keep rolling and win. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. Yeah, and then we get into the the Vikings, the Vicks, um, Minnesota taking on the Washington Commandos or Commanders, <laughs> as you will. You mentioned before about the Vikes getting TJ Hoxson after the injury to Ive Smith. Um, not a lot of news to them. They're going well, and I believe this is the first game for Kirk Cousins against his former team in Washington um, since they since he got signed. He didn't get traded. He got signed by Minnesota when he was off contract. So um, either way, I think they probably do the job here against Washington, who have been better with um, um, Heineke as the starter. But I guess the big news during the week is about the Washington club being potentially up mm. for sale. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, because I think last party we were talking about how his conjecture. Well, Snyder had gone away and got all the 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 blackmail, the dirty the dirty information, so oh, yeah. <laughs> they couldn't force him to do the sale. Like mm. you can't force him to sell his team, but I think the yeah. feds are starting to look into his books and um, maybe a few smoking guns are coming out, uh, which you know get ahead of the curve. They're trying to sell the team uh, while it's still worth potentially over five billion dollars. Yeah, and yeah. Bezos again back in the conversation. He's got Thursday night football. He wants his own football team. I heard Jay Z might be in on that as well. There's yeah, been Jay. a lot of that, oh, a lot of chat around him maybe buying a basketball really? team, yeah. but this might be the the uh, window for him yeah. if he goes in with Bezos or or some other consortium. Yeah, yeah which I think was this, almost all the same names, the same names that were thrown out for Denver as well. So it's you know mm. guys with big money and they're looking for for a football team. Uh, Washington could be, which also potentially that's why I put the commandos in there is could change the name of the team and uh, they buy it as well. Let's so. go commandos. <laughs> yeah. For uh, a, s- something decent. I think commanders. that's the thing in the States. It, down under, uh, going commando often means uh, wearing shorts <laughs> without underwear. <laughs> hence why we're finding it funny. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're not just talking about, you know, guys that are tough mofos and the most yes. deadliest people in the world. Yeah, no, that's what, that's what we're talking about there in, in terms of going commando. Uh, the, the sale for Denver was how much? 4.6. 
this bill. by all means will probably break that. Yeah, because slightly larger market. Yeah, Washington. Um, but you know, if you go by the Forbes numbers, they've been valued at five point six bill. Um, or so they're generally a top ten uh, NFL team in terms of revenue. Yes, exactly. So yeah, they they need decent ownership. <laughs> so you know, there's six million people in the greater Washington DC area, mm-hmm. which is. Wild, so that's a yeah. fair, yeah, fair few people, fair mm-hmm. few people. Um, yeah, by all accounts, uh, when this team does get sold, will break that record that Denver did set just yep. uh, just this year. Oh, and what did Chelsea sell for? Did they end up selling for Haven't, six? No, I don't or think none, che- never, has Chelsea never sold fish- yet. Never I don't think it's officially yet. gone. Yeah, because I think there was a club. Can't remember in the five bill, but you know, could potentially push. The, the biggest sale ever. It's a lot of money. Game. It's obscene money. It's exactly you can't get your head around it kind of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Commanders have been better in the last couple of weeks. Um, they have won three in a row, surprisingly. Yeah, um, Packers is one of the scalps in that, mm-hmm. and that that might be a bit of scary Terry and Heineke connection. Mm, um, mm, they've definitely mm. been uh, a bit of a change change there. Um, I don't know. I I just but I just don't see them beating Vikings, unfortunately. No, I don't see it happening too. But uh, stranger things. Have happened, uh, boys. The Raiders take on the Jags. Both teams, teams <sighs> this is the toilet ha- bowl. Yeah, not having a great year. This is the toilet bowl of the week. You reckon McDaniel's might be in danger? He might be the first coach on the hot seat. I think mm. uh, he's yeah. the first I've heard of. Um, had to apologise to uh, the the Raiders faithful last last week or the after the last game. Um, you know, for how poorly they've been playing. Uh, he yep. made a similar statement uh, in Denver before they were caught cheating and he got fired. So, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, for me, I hope they keep him employed because um, that's, you know, a bad raised team is a, is a good thing for Denver fans. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's just, they've gone out, tried to get weapons um, for what? Carr and Carr's been kind of dreadful and Adams has mm. really paid. Um, though Renfro and Waller have both been banged up nearly the whole year. In and out of the squad, yeah. Raiders have just been bad. Jags have been so-so. They got Ridley, as we mentioned before. Lawrence, I think, is the, again quarterbacks. Question for them. In maybe he's a equivalent to a rookie year. Sorry, I just died on us. Internet um, should have. Just keep talking because uh, apparently we had internet troubles last time, but it. it on listening back, it all ran back through. Yeah, it just yeah. dropped out for a second. Hopefully, it just comes back. Um, but Lawrence, I think the question could say this is more his rookie year, considering last year with Maya was a complete shit show. Yeah, wasn't so, he? So um, yeah. he's now got a real coaches. So hopefully, this season um, he can, uh, you know, he needs to take that step. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe give him a couple of caveats, but he needs to take the step. Etienne's come on really strong. How good has he been? And yeah. with. That's his backfield now. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a top ten running back in the in the NFL, yeah, isn't he? Been, yeah, mm. been so uh, so good seeing him healthy. Um, yep. And up to potential. That's probably where they need to take the next that 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 next step um, for them. So we'll have to see whether they can. I think they can beat the Raiders. Honestly, yeah. Um, I'd back the Jags. In this. Their defense has been pretty good. Their front their front is excellent because mm-hmm. they've invested in it so much. Mm. Seattle, Arizona, uh, not a lot. For either team, really, out of this mm. um, no. news-wise, the Hawks are just going along. Their rookies have been excellent. They've been competitive. They beat the Giants last week, I believe, to mm-hmm. go to five and three. Mm-hmm. The Cards, on the other hand, Hopkins has been unreal since back. Mm. Uh, their biggest concerns probably been Murray. 
Um, I had in the notes last week, COD came out, bet the house on the Vikings to win, and the Vikings did win. <laughs> All because of COD. Yeah. Um, of course. Uh, yes, yeah, so his uh, win rate overall um, with, uh, yeah, you know, COD being there is not great for Murray. I think, the, again, quarterbacks yeah, yeah, yeah. question It's marks, a meme. It's a meme. It's a meme. Yeah. Questions on, um, uh, on Murray there and whether he can do the job for them. I feel like... Seahawks might actually win this game. I think the cards are the, ca- the cards are three and five. They're yeah, the they're bottom struggling. of the NFC West, uh, which is mm. historically a challenging division, especially when the Seahawks are playing overs uh, from what yeah. everyone expected. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a massive game for for them, especially uh, yeah. tomorrow. If they yeah. go to three and six in that division, that's probably says and done. I agree. Yep, they're, they're big big game for them. And the Hawks are just moaning along. Ah. The, the riding of the ship, as you will, for, for quarterbacks, that's the next match. Mm. We go into the Rams taking on uh, Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I guess we better start with Brady. We've alluded to it. Now it's official. Uh, mm. The divorce has happened. Uh, they have um, three and five, under 500, mm. three straight losses. First time in Brady's career. Became the most sacked quarterback. Um, has he never lost three in a row? Uh, I think so. Jesus Christ. He hasn't been under 500 in a very long time. Mm. Um, I think it's like a decade yeah. and a half since the last time he lost three in a row. Um, most that quarterback, <laughs> they did lose Shaq Barrett to a torn Achilles. That's big. Yeah, mm. there's been some question marks about uh, Devin White's effort in games as well. But mm. the divorce is probably the, the, the big thing. We mm. talked about it, what that means. Um, now it's all official. It means sorted uh, job. Uh, not job done, but it's it, it's happened. Um, does and I don't want to, you know, f- seem mean in this. You know, we, you fire a quarter, you fire a coach, and you, you get your one win. Do you post <laughs> post game divorce? Is that a thing? Is Brady going to come out this? Um, you know, got a little less to stress about. Yeah, I, I don't think it might be Nicole Kidman uh, getting leaving the divorce office after divorcing Tom uh, Cruise. You know, ray of sunshine, hallelujah moment for Tom Brady. I think he's probably not happy uh, losing the kids and all that. But, um, Tom Cruise and Tom Brady going the same sentence is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but high profile divorce is what I was going for. But it, one jumps yeah. on couches on Oprah and believes that aliens uh, started the world and et cetera, et cetera. Right after that, Tom Con. Yeah. The memes are the memes. Movie. Being un- unrelentless. Is he? Is his eldest Jack? I think. I, I don't want to talk about kids. No, no. The, well, but you know, Jack's going to come back in ten years and dominate the league, the ruin of childhood. So. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Again, you went there. <laughs> you went there. Uh, either way, Monks, you're the Tampa fan. What do you think Tom Brady's going to be like uh, now that I guess the situation has resolved yeah. itself? Um, does he move forward? Because um, you've seen the frustrations. No mm, tablet yep. is safe. Mm, mm, no. um, where do we go to from here? I don't know. I think Tampa's obviously got a lot more issues than just Tom Brady's divorce. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole thing where he doesn't have to show up for training once a week or whatever, like, yeah. I think there's a little bit of inconsistency there and probably creating a little bit of division within the team. It's, it's a precedent that I'm better than you. Yeah, that's it. it. That's which, it, yeah. which? Where he's the goat. Uh, ostensibly, <laughs> he, he is. He is. Um, but, like, if things aren't working, then that's the day you need to be in the office yeah. to figure sh- figure your yep. shit yeah. out. So, um, I mean, defense is banged up as well. Um, I harp on it every single time I talk about the Bucks. Um, yeah, the, run game. The D backs is mm. yeah. I mean, when you have a when you rely on a run game where it's sort of by committee and then 
mm. like if if no one's hitting the the stride then it's never going to work um yeah i don't know again um one year out from bruce arians um mm. i think it's just yeah there's a there's a lot going on behind the scenes i suppose where it's just they're not consistent they're just not switching switching on together as a team so yep. um i'm i'm worried about them like i don't expect them to make get on they might they're get to playoffs. I, they're they'll vision, be, they'll be vision very, very, very lucky yeah. to get to playoffs. Yeah, that's, the division that's will help. Say, yeah. that's, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Our teams I am worried about because yeah. of, especially yours, oh, yeah, our in, in the Broncos, <laughs> the Packers with the way that the Vikings are playing, you know, might be able to uh, scoop that wild card up. Mm. I just don't think, like the, the Falcons have been good, yes, but I don't yeah. see the Saints and Panthers being being an issue. I I think the Bucks play playoffs this year. I don't know Winston if or when Winston comes back playing healthy. Yeah. They could Maybe. probably they could probably still steal the game away from oh, the Bucks. Well, we can agree it's the weakest division out of our teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. we follow. Yeah, yeah. if if uh, you know any week you can get Kamara'd. So um, indeed, your fantasy so, team can get yeah. Kamara'd big time. Yeah, um, so that's probably I guess a worry there for Tampa. But anyway. Uh, on the other side of the ball, we've got Rams, Rams. also struggling. Yeah, they couldn't mm-hmm. trade Acres. Uh, they couldn't trade for wide receiver help. Uh, maybe because Alan Robson finally had a decent game mm. uh, last week. Um, so, again, another team that's got those post Super Bowl hangovers. Um, Cup's been a bit banged up. I just think they're still pretty good for a bloke that's supposedly banged up. Yeah, yeah. Well, he mm. rolled his ankle on like the last play last week, and I think McVay was not happy. No, yeah. Well, he shouldn't have been yeah. out there. Yeah, didn't shouldn't have really been out there. Been out there. They, they, they couldn't. Yeah, it was garbage town. Time even. Yeah. Town works. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but another team, I think that's just lacking. You know, stuff clicking in their defense um, hasn't been as good as it had been. Um, yeah, I think Donald lacks lacks his, uh, you know, Robin or Batman in a in a, in a Von Miller type kind yeah. of player. So yeah, yep. they're just mm. I think they're just struggling a little bit. Season defining game for both teams tomorrow. Uh, yeah. A win yeah. where, where really really they, gets you back on the right track. Are they at five hundred or are they under? The Rams, I think, I think they're just under as well. Uh, NFC yeah, West three, three and four. four. Yeah, definitely. Big game here. Either team needs to come. Especially if the, if the Bucks lose and they go to three and six, and I'm eating my hat because I've said they're in the court, <laughs> you know, they're in a weak division and they should be okay. Uh, it's it's especially pertinent if, if they lose, but uh, definitely definitely a big moment for, for both these. Uh, Agreed. You know, uh, storied franchises in in last year's Super Bowl winners and and the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, two two big teams in the AFC. The Tennessee Titans go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the King, he's been rolling. He's been rolling. He's had the volume all year. They've been feeding him. He just hadn't been really well, it, finding the end zone. That he's much. getting more volume now because Tannehill's injured and will miss his second game. Yes, yeah, so and Malik Willis to start again. And he, I think he had. Do you have ten attempts or something? like Twelve, that? maybe. Yeah, it wasn't many. Yeah. It wasn't many. The King getting all the handoffs. Yeah. I'm not sure that's going to be good enough against Kansas City, though. I don't think um, it will be either. Good for my fantasy team. I have Derek Henry in the league that I'm 1-7 and seven and not 0-8. <laughs> <and eight. laughs> <laughs> so listen to everything that I have to say about fantasy football and take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, the, the Chiefs on the other side, they did trade for the hurt um, t- Tony here from Kadarius, the Giants. Kadarius Tony, Tony yeah. who really didn't have... M- uh, much to do with the Giants. Uh, a first-round draft pick uh, had a little bit of involvement last year. Yeah. Uh, and I had and a he, few he explosive got, games last year, and then yeah, yeah then they've moved him. And so. he goes to the Chiefs uh, when he's healthy with Patty Mahomes throwing the ball. 
could do a bit. Oh, he was one of the, the most electric kind of slot guys that came out last mm. year, like mm. in, in that class. So, uh, yeah, I think he'll he'll. I think it hurts probably probably a testament more to uh, maybe where they think Sky Moore is and what he can do, and the fact that they maybe haven't got enough out of Juju and um, MVS, as in they're kind of role players at this point in their careers, mm. and they're looking maybe for that X factor talent um, to kind of change change their game a little bit, which. Um, Tony does have, so we'll have to see what that looks like going forward and how he fits in um, into this into this team. Because with the Giants, he was injured. All good for for the Chiefs. Mm. All healthy off the injury report. Will play in this game. It's so. like the kid that's uh, faking a sickie for school, you know. And yeah. He goes, "Oh, it's PE day. Oh, I'm there. I'm there." <laughs> I think that was one of the disagreements um, between him and the Giants was on the injury. Um, mm. It sounds like they wanted to keep him off the field, and he was sick of that. So mm. yeah, anyway. Chiefs win this for mine. Yeah, agree. And then yep. we finish with Monday Baltimore, Night Football. Yeah, Baltimore Ravens taking on the the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Ravens are a bit banged up. Uh, Bateman season done. Mm. Andrews, I think, is unlikely to play in this one. Um, so if you got uh, likely available in your lineups, go fire him up. Edwards also a bit banged up. Um, you know the continuous chat about Lamar wanting to get paid. Uh, what he's due continues. Probably deserved. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, in that MVP conversation with the numbers he's putting up uh, there, probably with Josh Allen and um, maybe even Hurts, if you want to throw that in there. Mm. Uh, where do we think the, go- the Ravens go? Can they be a force in the AFC, or they that, are they missing? I think they might miss their defense. They're not. They don't have a Ravens S defense at the moment. No, which is you know uh, synonymous with Baltimore Ravens football is having a stout defense. Uh, Ray Lewis yeah. and Ed Reed say hi. Uh, Look, it's pretty hard to go out and win football games when you're as banged up as, mm-hmm. as they um, are. Probably over the last two seasons, the most banged up team in football when they still go out and, and, and win games. Yep. Uh, it's it's going to be challenging, yes. I suppose marking injuries is probably the, the big one for me. Yeah. Uh, hopefully mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman uh, recovers well, uh, you know, being on, on, on IR. Uh, fantasy-wise, smash Kenny and Drake. He, he should get, get a bit of a go mm-hmm. here. Um, look, this Saints defense is pretty stout, and at home, uh, maybe maybe they get the job done here. True. So on the Saints, Andy Dalton name started going forward. Mike Thomas official season done. How frustrating is that? Yeah, like played mm. three games this year. Yeah, and barely at all last year, and yeah. it's been like toe. didn't play. He didn't play at all last year. Like so. Toe and it was toe injury this what year. What was last year? Ankle? Uh, or do you have Liz Frank last year? It was foot related. Yeah. It's foot related. Fr- yeah. Well, the dreaded Liz Frank, well, that'll do you. But yeah, yeah t- uh, missing missing your whole season essentially from a toe injury yeah. is well, three th- games in two years. I think. Yeah, it's it's, it's frustrating nice. out of a guy that was an NFL record breaker mm. in receptions and and just absolutely dominated the league yep. a few years ago. Um, so so hopefully he can get get back. Um, they didn't they didn't trade Kamara, but I, I guess the question is, is their season done? Like uh, with what they're what they've got left in that squad and where they are. Oh, I guess, again, they're in the South. They, yep. They've got chances. You, you got the point there. Uh, if they were in a, a more challenging uh, division uh, this year, yeah, you'd probably think season done. Uh, you get to play the, the Falcons and Panthers twice a year and uh, the the um, Bucks post-divorce with a you know geriatric <laughs> quarterback. Uh, that probably keeps your, your chances alive. 
Yeah, mm. I still think the Ravens should probably win. I think so too. I think so. And and Lamar, uh, let's let's talk about Lamar just briefly. Mm-hmm. He's been unbelievable uh, this year. Pretty good last year as well. Uh, I think they need to pay the man. Uh, he, he carries, Considering he's got no weapons, he single handedly <laughs> carries that team. Who who in that wide receiving core is an elite wide receiver? No one. They traded well. They traded away. Mark Hollywood. Andrews. That's that's yeah, who their elite Andrews. wide receiver is, and he's not playing tomorrow. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is don't have their is elite. Either, so. we, we use him in our sandbite. Breaks ankles. He does things that other quarterbacks aren't able to do. And I'm sick of any Lamar Jackson hate. Yeah. Pay the man. He's he's an excellent football player, and they're going to have to be heavily yeah. reliant on him him come tomorrow. Yep. And otherwise, uh, about half the legs on bye week, we've got Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, Giants, or New York, uh, Pittsburgh, and the 49ers all on um, buys this week. So yeah. factor that in into your fantasy team. Aussie fans, at least, we have 5 a.m. start tomorrow. <laughs> it's a bit better than 4. It's definitely better than 3 a.m. Let's go. Business end. We're, we're halfway through the year already. Yes, yes. Week nine. This, is, this is the the changing of the guard from yeah. from not halfway to past halfway. Yeah, we, yeah. we can't see the teams firming sort up of. as being very good <laughs> and uh, yeah. some that are still in the hunt. So, yeah. 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 That's it. All right, let's talk some NBA. Let's talk some basketball. Curry, Curry sets, fires, puts it up. Bang! The Brooklyn Nets have been the talking point of the NBA and Everything. possibly world sport given the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, some anti-Semitic kind of gear going on with Kyrie Irving. I believe he shared a link on his Twitter to a, a movie, movie that uh, he may or may not have even watched. <laughs> yes, which suggested some anti-Semitic <laughs> yes. things. Well, uh, we, I think that's the theme of the movie. So. Yeah, we've seen, you know, we're obviously, we're a sports show. We're not a mm-hmm. uh, pop culture show, but we've seen Kanye in, in hot water um, over the last few weeks regarding yeah, well, some, some similar kind of true. But Kanye was doing uh, media appearances all over the place and mm. spouting, uh, you know, these uh, these quotes and these man's pretty these, cooked. This, this yeah, he's yeah. pretty cooked. Uh, we need the old he's Kanye. Got yeah, he's got <laughs> the old Kanye. I was, I was actually pumping a bit of old Kanye this year and uh, this year, this week, <laughs> this week. Yeah, yes, he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. And fuck, good music, good music. Probably yeah. just one of those blokes that's you know just yeah. needs to keep music related. Anyways, we need to keep this sports related. We need to yeah. keep this NBA related. Stick to your lines. Ky- Kyrie has been suspended for a minimum of five games. That's a minimum. minimum. And I think it's up to the league as to how much uh, or how long that, that suspension is ongoing. The players had a, had a meeting behind closed doors. Which I think happened a day or two before the quotes came out. Yeah, it was before the Kyrie stuff and it was before the sacking of of Steve Nash. Yep. And then, look, if your players are having a meeting behind closed doors and then... Nash gets sacked. Within the next 48 hours, your coach goes. Obviously, the players didn't take a liking or haven't taken a liking this season to the way Steve Nash has been doing things. Uh, The Nets, I believe, are two and six. They're two and seven. It's early days. Yeah. Um, and and for, for Nash to get shown the door and uh, all this kind of, um, you know, external speculation as to how that locker room looks and the, the playing group, um, you know, with, with Kyrie being uh, under hot water. Uh, we saw people mm. actually in, in, the, in the front row at Brooklyn, um, you know, members of the Jewish community yep. all wearing shirts, um, you know, sort of, 
speaking out against what what what, what Kyrie yeah, um, had had been about. I think KD didn't distance himself from any of it as well. But mm. I, I think he, some of his appearances didn't do himself any favors as well. So and, and then you've got Ben Simmons. He's not playing. So <laughs> sitting there has has been playing average and uh, now uh, injured. So poor poor. Baller Pat. Yeah. Poor Pat, Paddy Mills. Paddy Mills is like, bro. You, you couldn't find a better bloke. Yeah. You know, he went to school just down the road from, from where we are here, set up in, in uh, our, our Esky studio here in Canberra, Australia. Uh, look, hopefully Paddy, you know, is going okay. But uh, it, it never seems to work when you've got too much personality on one team, yeah, does yeah. it? And, and KD, pretty outspoken kind of bloke. Obviously Kyrie, mm-hmm. pretty outspoken. And we've been talking about what the fuck's going on with Ben Simmons for the history of this podcast. Yeah. Well, I think KD in the off-season said they had to sack everyone if he was going to come back. So they've at least done one step and got rid of mm. Nash in that regard. But mm. Yeah, Sca- I don't scapegoat. know. Scapegoat. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think Nash was 100%. probably like, you did me a solid by getting rid of me. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, and the chat's been the, the hunting coach horny at the moment. So um, yeah, we'll have to see if that, uh, <laughs> that plays out or not. Um, in terms of Ime Adoka? Yes, yes, who's currently, I believe, suspended from the Celtics for uh, yeah, cha- what, chasing all the front office ladies, <laughs> I believe. True. Um, so, yeah. It's an absolute basket case yes. in, in Brooklyn. Always. Paddy, get out of there. Get out of there, bro. <laughs> yeah. Get out of there. Uh, look, this, yeah. this could have... Like we talk about the NBA and it's a long season and you know we're in we're the th- started, we're yeah. in the third week and how much do you need to read into media hype and the rest of it? I have serious concerns around where the Brooklyn Nets are moving forward. Yep, definitely. And, um, and we'll get to the Lakers in a second. That's probably another big yeah. franchise that I have serious concerns for. Yeah, big names That's on that. Struggling. A team yeah. that I don't have serious concerns for is the Milwaukee Bucks. They're eight and O. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Would probably be the MVP in this league if it wasn't for a Slovenian bloke who we'll talk about in just a second. But the Bucks are undefeated. Uh, Giannis averaging 32, 13, and 6, if you wouldn't mind. And uh, they just gave him the day off, you know, mm-hmm. uh, on a back to back against the Thunder. They still go out and beat him. Drew Holiday uh, looking pretty good. Um, yeah, Bucks and the East looking, looking dominant, looking yep. dominant. Yeah. Harder to get a gauge, I suppose, on Bulls and Celtics. Uh, Bulls beat the Celtics. They're five mm-hmm. and five. Celtics six and three. Obviously, coming off, um, you know, making the NBA Finals last year and going mm-hmm. down to the Warriors. Where do we see both of these franchises? I think it's going to be in the East. The Bucks, you know, mm-hmm. probably number one team. Yep. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of vying for who's two, three, and four yep. in there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I, I don't know. NBA, of course, has been you know the big three name value kind of guys, and just not sure that whether the Celtics and the Bulls kind of, uh, well, they're not built in that way. That's the way I feel. They're, mm. they're, you know, they still have um, great players playing for them, but I just don't feel like they're built the way that, say, Golden State is, Bucks is, etc. With um, you know, you know, a big three that will take you deep. On paper, I feel like the Celtics kind of have that. Maybe, maybe the Bulls less so, you know. But well, I don't know. Yeah, DeRozan, Levine, Vucevic. That's, that's pretty close to yeah, big true. three kind of territory. True. Yeah. 
there's a team that probably in the East says, hey, what about us? The Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm. They're seven and one. Yeah. They, they yeah. sit second in the East at the moment. Uh, Karis Levert and Donovan Mitchell have put up 40-point games in in, yeah, Mitchell, uh, in a win over the Celtics. Running. Celtics, uh, sorry, um, Cavs probably getting maybe the steal of the offseason in spite of Mitchell coming over. Uh, do we see them, you know, perhaps pushing that that uh, that number one spot uh, against the Milwaukee Bucks? Could do. Potentially, like, yeah. Mitchell's been there and there thereabouts for a long time. He's mm. just finally on a club with a bit of support. So. Yeah, yeah, but and and uh, the Jazz haven't started. Poorly, kick, uh, you know, all things considered. Yeah. Laurie Markkinen says hi. Uh, the other yeah. thing I wanted to talk about in the East was uh, the start of uh, Paolo Banquero's mm-hmm. career. Uh, the Magic sit dead last, two and eight in the East. Uh, but the number one draft pick uh, out of Duke and Italy, uh, he's been very good. Uh, all but one of his ten games, I believe, um, he's got 20-plus monks. If you wouldn't mind getting a Paolo Banquero game log up, I think he had... 33 points and 16 boards today in their loss to the Kings. Uh, pretty pretty rare to see a number one pick overall just come out and, and put a team on his back. Uh, obviously, the Magic aren't going to bother anyone uh, this season. But, does, uh, does that but, mean that Bancaro has been very, very good? The Kings finally, they got to turn their light on? Yeah. How good. Uh, <laughs> beam me up, Delhi. Beam me up, Matthew Delavadova. Uh, of... of Drinks Coronas and wears fun shirts when uh, the Cavs win a uh, win a ring fame. Um, yeah, he's on the Sacramento Kings who've got this big fucking purple beam that goes up into the sky, uh, <laughs> a la Batman, a la what am I? There's that. Oh, you know, bat signals. Yeah, you know, um, the casino in Las Vegas, the Pyramid Luxor. Yeah. Oh yeah, Luxor's got one of them. Yeah, probably a flight hazard. But uh, anyway, <laughs> they're only going to have to turn this thing on maybe twenty times this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the Kings have got this big purple beam that shoots up out of uh, out of their home stadium, which is which is a bit of fun. Um, but yeah, Paolo Bancaro, he's been excellent. Have you got a game log, uh, maybe some numbers there for us? Yep, yeah, so 33 points, 16 total rebounds, four assists. Unbelievable. He's been, he's been so, so good. Pretty rare to see a number one pick come in and have the impact that he's had. Uh, Tyrese Maxey had 44 uh, points in. Uh, that was a career high for him. The Sixers started a little bit under four and six. I, I still think they will be a playoff team there. In the Har- Harden's hurt, I think. Yeah, Harden has missed, but he. I don't think it's serious. Can you chase that up? Fingers crossed. Whilst we get over to the West, uh, you can't talk the NBA Western Conference without talking the Los Angeles Lakers. They they started on three. They've sort of steadied to two and six. LeBron been pretty quiet by his lofty standards. A lot of chat around Russell Westbrook in the offseason. Are they going to dish him? It's been well, pretty he, good. Well, he was in that start. He was dreadful. Yeah. Like, and, he was brick Westbrook. Yeah. And then he... I don't know. He's done some Space Jam shit and stolen some of LeBron's uh, talent. <laughs> <laughs> some monster, monster yeah. shit. Yeah, because uh. Le- LeBron's kind of really f- fallen off um, off a cliff at the moment. Um, uh, I think he's done. He was shooting like twenty percent from three point range at the moment. So. Yeah, falling off a cliff compared to LeBron 
by his standards. standards. Yeah. Out, of, yes. out of form. Yeah. By his standards, yes. yes. It's um, still early. I think we spoke about it two weeks ago, and do we see the Lakers playing pl- um, playoff basketball in the West? I don't know. I don't know. They're well, going to be right on that cusp. Like I think you said yeah, play in, play in, play in. Obviously, 7, 8, 9, 10 is, is play in territory. They, uh, they currently sit 14th. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, mind you, haven't well, started well. Steph Curry hasn't been playing. Bit of a caveat. I think they'll be fine. Mm. I saw Curry play in the last two, and they they dropped the game of the Nuggets. And played in the, oh, what was the other game he dropped? Anyway, they yeah. I'm not too concerned about uh, about, about yeah, Golden State. Yeah, I am, I am concerned about the Lakers. I think it's probably the age differences <laughs> maybe the main thing. The mm. Lakers are a much older uh, basketball team than than that of uh, GW um, of uh, the Golden State Warriors. You love that, G. You poor fucking Giants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a big, big sound from the yeah. Bay Area. Yeah. It's the sound of the mighty <laughs> Warriors. GSW, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. not yeah. any kind of semi-dyslexia. I'm dyslexic enough, yeah. <laughs> dyslexia. <laughs> yeah. Holy Freudian slip here. Uh, nuggets, your Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikola Jokic uh, uh, puts up, or he actually breaks Wilt the Stilts. Record for most triple doubles from a centre. He goes sixth all time. And he's only 27. <laughs> so you'd imagine <laughs> probably uh, overtakes a few blokes on this list. Uh, you know, people like to shit on Russell Westbrook and this and that. He, you know, he's past it, Brick Westbrook, et cetera, et cetera. He's, fi- he's fifth all time on, on triple, triple doubles. doubles. Yeah. So he's still a very, very good uh, yes. player of of the basketball. True. Oscar Robertson, fourth on the list. Magic Johnson. Jason Kidd, shout out. And uh, and the GOAT. Uh, well, in my opinion, I suppose. <laughs> don't let us go down that. that. Don't, don't kill that. me. Don't, don't kill me. Don't start that. Don't, don't start that. that. Uh, LeBron James is first on that list. Yeah, Nikola Jokic uh, is, is very good. Uh, and again... Um, mm. We'll talk about uh, a Slovenian bloke in just a second. Um, we'll definitely be putting his hand up again to be the MVP of this league. Well, you got the bets there, Monks. Can you get the MVP marker? Has it has it changed a bit? Is it still going to be? I think it's. I think Luca is firmed his favourite. Yeah. So Luca, Giannis, and uh, the Joker probably with. I um, think that's top three. I think Jar might be top, top five. Four. Yeah, I think Jar might have slid a little bit since he did. Started yeah, he early. started off hot, and then he's been putting up like a measly like twenty eight points yeah, a game. Yeah. What a pleb. Mm. <laughs> well, you, got it, you got it there, James? Luca yep. has multiple games, uh, plus 40 points. Here. I think yeah, he's, he's averaging 37, but he's not the favourite. No, he's not the favourite. Uh, Greek Freak. Greek Freak is favourite. Uh, $3.60. Uh, then you got Luca at 4.33. Jason Tatum, ah, $7.50. Yeah. Um, ja Morant's seeing there at $13.00. And KD rounds out top five, $14. So can you expand there and find the Joker? He might be a bit of value. Uh, I'm mm. just looking down at the... at the. Well, he went back-to-back, didn't he? Yes. It'd be very unusual. I could just see uh, below there in that next market, uh, Paolo Bancaro <laughs> already a dollar ten for mm. Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Viva Italia. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah, Hux is sitting around about eight. At twenty three dollars, twenty three, bit of juice, mm. bit of juice around the big Joker there. Uh, in terms of the West, uh, we we spoke about the the Jazz at the top of the uh, Western segment. Uh, Laurie Markinen has put that team on his back. They're seven and three. A lot of people thought that they would stru- maybe well, take a step back. Yeah, I say a lot of people. Fucking everyone on the planet <laughs> thought that they lose Rudy Gobert and Donovan yeah. Mitchell in and. Essentially, the two of their best players. Uh, they're sitting second in the West, so pretty good start. Long season, but they're seven and three. 
the mm. Suns, Grizz, um, they're all up there. The, the Blazers, who have been playing the last few games without Dame, mm-hmm. uh, they sit they sit fourth there. Mm. It's a long season. We don't want to get mm. too far ahead of ourselves. I suppose the take-home message, if you will, um, from the last few weeks has been Brooklyn in all sorts um, in terms of lockability and locker room cohesion. Yep. And uh, Palo Bancaro lock for Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Should we talk some round ball? Another round ball, the yep. European version. There's yep. a bit of World Cup coming up. Do you know the colour? <laughs> oh, shit. Did you get it? I pressed it. <laughs> seamless Absolutely seamless here on the <laughs> Boys have you seen uh, Newcastle United have been going pretty good in the EPL And uh, Jack Grealish uh, who, who got that big uh, Transfer fee uh, To go over to Man City uh, He made some comments earlier In the year uh, saying that Riyad Mahrez his teammate uh, Has been paying, playing More like Newcastle United's Miguel Amaron of mm-hmm. Paraguayan descent uh, essentially saying you, you haven't been playing up to where you should be. Yep. Since then, Miguel Almiron has been absolutely <laughs> fucking killing it. Uh, he's, he's been scoring bulk goals. And Newcastle, I think, sit fifth, maybe fourth mm-hmm. in the EPL. Funny, you know, when you say something comes back and bites you in the ass, like uh, India are afraid of the Gabba, something like that. <laughs> 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 Who would say that? <laughs> morons, I reckon. Absolute morons. Uh, Newcastle are at the yeah, moment. that's a bit of fun. That's a bit mm. of fun, uh, and and didn't really spend much of that foreign investment uh, in the off season. Uh, so you'd think moving forward, going to be a bit of a powerhouse over there in the Premier League. It's kind of good for football, like something uh, different. Well, yeah, it's something different, and it's, you know, traditional kind of heartland of of. Um, you know, Alan Shearer used to play for him and score bulk goals, and you need some kind of strength on that on the eastern coast up north up there. Obviously, Liverpool, Manchester's, um, you know, formerly United and now City been pretty good. Yeah. Well, look at look uh, at on the western side. Look at that table. City have caught Arsenal since the uh, last podcast. So, and yeah. City got away with one this morning. Yeah. Uh, our time, ninety uh, fifth minute winner against Fulham uh, from mm. from the Viking Erling Haaland. Um, so there's there's games tonight and then yep. there's games next weekend mm-hmm. and then the World Cup's Cup in starts. two weeks. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So just a quick coverage. You've got Man City and Arsenal there, one and two. Uh, Man United's there at five. And I guess Liverpool and Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea's at seven. Liverpool's at nine currently. Unders. Uh, I've yeah. seen a few Sadio Mane memes, you know, about missing him. Uh, and, and they have been missing him. Early stages, but uh, pretty hard to come back from, from ninth. Uh, Liverpool definitely not not the uh, not the team that they not were with, with, with Mane. Not him for us, still dead last. Uh, Wolves, uh, probably in trouble there in 19th spot. Did Leicester jump out of relegation Leicester danger? Leicester City? Yes, yes currently 13. I think they've won their last two. Yes, two and a draw. Uh Kylian Mbappe, I think he signed a big deal or is in the works of signing a big deal for PSG. Monks, uh, any news there? Fucking PSG. Um, Talk about him for Champions League. Just yeah, it yeah. <laughs> yeah, looks like he was linked with a deal to um, Real but has decided to stay at PSG. It's I don't know why you would leave with Messi 
and Neymar outside of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the most <laughs> cheat code fucking FIFA ultimate team yeah. uh, kind of uh, gear that you could you could get with, with PSG. Uh, and, and hilariously, that probably leads us into a bit of Champions League chat. Um, PSG should have won this group by... The, like, they had it. They had it. Yep. And uh, Benfica had Maccabi uh, Tel Aviv. Yeah, they scored six Maccabi goals. Maccabi Haifa, maybe. An Israeli team. They, uh, they won 6-1, and yes, they scored five in the last 30 minutes mm-hmm. to go to equal, yeah, to, to equal with PSG on points and then finish first uh, via... No, not that. No, goal difference was equal too. Oh, wow. So the next the next splitter is uh, away goals. Ah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. So they, so they finished equal Scroll there with PSG, um, and, and the goal difference was, was plus nine. I don't need to see a map of Europe, James. Come I on. could probably name every country if you, want to <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go through. If you want to go through that, um, but yeah. Anyways, Champions League. We we have um, the the results from mm-hmm. all eight eight groups. Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, uh, the the funnest thing to happen from match day six was was PSG finishing second, which means yeah. that they'll draw one of the teams that finished first. So maybe we'll, we'll go from the top. Let's go from the top. Well, yeah, because you've got so, Liverpool actually finished second. In yeah, well, Napoli's been playing unreal. Yeah. Uh, they have a Georgian winger, and I didn't even bother writing out his name because <laughs> I know that I wouldn't be able to say it. So yeah, we got a chance. Yeah, they were like if I if I'm not being able to spit it. You know, <laughs> out after six beers, no one on this table is doing it. But uh, but Napoli are looking really really good. Uh, they they both uh, finish on fifteen points, but Napoli go through Group A on goal difference. Uh, Ajax, uh, who who normally uh, uh, you know, uh, the round Ajax Brown Wipe. Yeah, Ajax Brown Wipe. Laurie Daly once said that on the Big Sports Breakfast. <laughs> I think we say that every time we mention Ajax. Yeah, so it was a big big uh, sort of point for it gives me. Gives us think, hope. Yeah, it made, made me, <laughs> me thinking, well, if he talks about soccer, maybe I could. Yeah. Ajax brand white. Great cleaning utensil. <laughs> utensil, probably not the right word. Right word. Yeah. Anyways, uh, they'll be going into the Europa League, you know, where the big teams like Manchester United play. So Napoli looking pretty good. Liverpool, the caveat of their EPL play being really poor is um, is that they'll be playing um, round of sixteen football in in Champions League. Uh, if you wouldn't mind going down there to Group B, yes, uh, Porto have been quite good. Uh, the surprise packet, I suppose, of the Champions League has been Club Bruges. They'll go through uh, this this group on paper pretty even. So so some big clubs in Leverkusen and Atletico Madrid uh, missing out through that one. Group C. If we keep scrolling there, Bayern Munich, they're always fucking very good. Yeah, um, into go through Barcelona. Bye-bye, bye, Barcelona. They go down <laughs> to the Europa League. Uh, and Victoria Plzen from, I'm sure that's not how you say that, from uh, Czech Republic. Thanks for coming. Uh, Group D, Spurs. Uh, they're, they're, we, mm. we kind of skimmed over them in the APL. They're third. They're third, and they'll be in the next round of the Champions League. Uh, I'm friends with a few Spurs person, pe- persons, people. Persons? Persons, persons of interest uh, don't hold that against me. Uh, they they say that they're quite boring to watch at the moment. They scored eight goals in six mm. games, but mm. they're they're through. They're through. Yep. This group was went down to the last uh, day with uh, with with Frankfurt, Sporting, and Marseille all there or thereabouts. Poor Son, he had a head knock and. Uh, Looked, looked a bit worse for wear, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see now. I imagine Spurs say, you're, you're sweet, you don't play this weekend, good luck at the World Cup. Oh, obviously, 
the hero of, mm. of South Korean football at the moment. Uh, if you don't mind scrolling down there, Chelsea and uh, AC Milan go through. Chelsea having that scare, well, that, that loss at Dinamo Zagreb to kick off their campaign, but they both get yeah. through. Uh, Salzburg go to Europa and Zagreb after starting well. Uh, they, they go back to Croatia. Uh, Group F... Uh, Real Madrid and Red Bull Leipzig, uh, they go through. Shaka Donetsk, well, I think I spoke about it at the start of the Champions yeah. League, uh, playing away from home, uh, the only Ukrainian team mm-hmm. in this Champions League. Hats off to them and uh, and obviously mm-hmm. thinking of um, of everyone that, you know, over in Ukraine, um, probably football, probably the last thing on their mind at the moment. Yes, yes. Um, Celtic and, and Rangers really could predict the, the two Scottish teams in this. Um, so Scottish football maybe not exactly where it used to be. And as we go down, Group G, Manchester City, boo. Uh, they, <laughs> they take out Group G, Borussia Dortmund, go yeah. through. Didn't lose a game. Yeah, um, they're looking good, man. The Viking, they, they pull him off at halftime and shit. Fucks people saying game multis. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Harlan, dollar 30, that's free money. And they've been kind of resting him um, yeah. a fair bit. But he, he did yeah. score a fair few. Uh, he's going to break all kinds of records. And we already spoke yeah. about Group uh, H. Um, H comes after G. Uh, with uh, with Benfica uh, pipping uh, PSG. Juventus, probably one of the big clubs yeah, to miss out to there. Yeah. yeah. It was Maccabi Haifa. Uh, it was the Israeli team there. I'm sure none of that has been pronounced correctly, but uh, that's where <laughs> soccer's at at the moment. Uh, boys, we want to talk about this video that the, that the, the Australians. Soccer, yeah, the Socceroos released a video this week. You may have seen it, you may mm. not have seen it. Well, it went pretty viral, so I think mm. if you're into soccer, you probably saw it. But yeah, the Australians, um, I guess. Uh, it's not a political stance. It's it's more a shining the light on the the uh, the poor working conditions in the Qatar. Hu- humans right, human rights yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, of you know the the World Cup and the building of uh, uh, well the building of all the the stadiums for the World Cup that's coming up in two weeks' time. So um, the Australian team has said their piece, um, and uh, yeah, I, I think that's caused a a lot of chat in the international. Um, well, arena, especially with FIFA, exactly. obviously FIFA aren't going to be happy about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I don't think it takes. Uh, so FIFA did write a statement out to all the teams to let them know, like, let's just play football. Yeah. Sort of yeah. thing. But also, FIFA not the best record when it comes to <laughs> yeah. corruption and uh, human c- rights. Yeah. Why are we having a World Cup in Qatar in the first? And morning? the rest of it. <laughs> uh, me as an Australian watching those boys um, taking that stand, it made me feel proud. Yeah, um, yeah, look, there's a little bit of conjecture as to well, you're saying that, and then you're going to play over there. Uh, Look, uh, I think what's happened in Qatar in terms of building those stadiums is horrendous. Um, six and a half thousand deaths. It's pretty rumored. Raymond, <laughs> it's pretty close to modern day slavery. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, cl- it's pretty close to some, modern day some slavery. Some stuff I've heard where they've got you know migrants in and then they take their passports away and then basically they pay them, but they then deduct accommodation and uh, feeding them fees. Essentially, mm. you're working for nothing. Uh, so it's close to modern slavery. So, and is it a product of how? sort of global capitalism and um, the, the way that the world works these days, you know, do you wear Nike shoes? Are they way made in a sweatshop? Is that the way? Well, is that we, the way we, that the world works we didn't, now? We didn't talk about Kyrie um, uh, dropping his Nike deal. They're not releasing the uh, Kyrie 8s, I think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So Nike has suspended all their stuff with him and, yeah, 
some chat about well maybe you should go to Taiwan and talk to all the child laborers that make yeah. Nikes and see see uh, how, how happy how they, they are. are. Yeah. Mm. So. Without getting ourselves too cancelled or assassinated. Yes, uh, we like sport. We, like sport. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we love our Saudi overlords. Um. Yeah. I, I love the live golf. <laughs> Fuck the PGA. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, I, look uh, for me as an Australian, it made me proud that these boys yeah. said what they said. Check they out made the, a stand. Check yes. out the video. It's about three minutes. Um, mm. Yeah, look, we could probably argue as to... Uh, Semantics and yeah, all Yeah, motives and, and, the, and the rest of it. But uh, look, the things that... A fact, and and that shan't be debated. Uh, the fact that a lot of people died building these stadiums, and um, for mm. a product that we will all tune into and 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 enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, so it's it's really a waste of life building stadiums to watch football. And, and in the scheme of things, like yeah. Well, and and what happens yeah. to these stadiums after the World Cup? They yes. built ten. Yep. I yeah. think. Well, I think so. Well, so well, well, how are the, the, the stadiums you, in Africa are currently being used after they were? South Africa in 2010. Yeah. And they didn't have a great record, I think, either. Yeah. Uh, look, boys. Should have come to well, Australia. Yeah. Well, well actually, speaking of which, the, the Women's World Cup is going to fuck the Rugby League next year because they're using all the stadiums for the schedule. So mm. Rugby NRLs then got to work out how they're going to mm. do, uh, where they're going to be playing football games week in, week out because they're going to have the Women's World Cup Right in the middle of the season, so I'm gonna. I know That's how to right. fix that. Rugby league crowds are garbage as it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just send them all back cares? to the club. Re- rocks, yeah, no regional, regional, yeah. regional. We've, yeah. we've seen you know game, she, she games in Wagga and Bathurst and double headers. Just play the men's game beforehand and then go straight in the women's uh, World Cup game. Like, yeah. Why would you do that, Sean? Well, why not? We'll have we'll have the, <laughs> we'll have the men's game as the warm up. So. You, so then the crowd comes in for the women's game. At least it's crowds oh, at a okay. fucking rugby oh, league that, game. That was the angle that you were talking about. <laughs> That's where I was going. <laughs> okay, the, no, crowd, no. the crowd's watching the football, the soccer. But they're there for the soccer. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay, the, okay. Premier, the premier sport here is the Women's World Cup, not the bumhole league that is the NRL. <laughs> Glad you clarified. <laughs> that's where, very, that's where I was going with the whole thing. <laughs> actually, in hindsight, it actually makes perfect sense. Yeah, exactly. Men's game, the warm-up. The field are absolutely screwed with all the... True, yeah, FIFA, FIFA are very particular on their football field. So When's no. the Women's World Cup? Can you look that up? What time of the year? Does it matter? Um, and, yeah, my, my solution would be try to get as many games out into country New regional. South Wales and regional Queensland as you can during that period because yeah. there's no need to have a don't, don't regular compete. season rugby league game in Allianz Stadium yeah. because it looks Fucking stupid with 15,000 people in a 90,000 seat stadium. Exactly. You you know, you don't want to compete with the World Cup. You want to either cooperate with it or just do your own thing off to the side. Indeed. What time of the year we got FIFA Women's World Cup? That's big. 2023. Mm -hmm. Let's go, Sam Kerr. Let's go. Um, We've got it from the 20th of July through the 20th of August. August. So we're talking end of rugby league, but not finals. Yes, and also it's being co-hosted with New Zealand as well. Ah, so so the grounds really Perth, <laughs> Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. So yep. again, it shouldn't affect anything really. Like you, you're taking games away from Suncorp and Sydney for, in terms of league, and then in terms of Melbourne, what which stadium are they using? Is it Marvel? No, they're using the they're using the rectangular stadium down there. So yeah, it, it shouldn't be too many. Yes, yeah, it's not an, not an issue for AFL, more for rugby. Shouldn't yeah. be too much stepping of toes. Alas, we are in our uh, soccer segment. Um, well, next, finish it off as well. Well, next week we're going to preview it. 
Yes, yes. We're going to have to preview it. Episode 100. Yeah. We will. Uh, 100. We'll raise, the bat. 100. Yeah. Raise, raise the bat, boys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, fuck. That's gone pretty quick, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of dribble in that. <laughs> Jeez, let's <laughs> go through. If there's one coherent sentence in those 100 episodes, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Good Very. luck. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's wrap this bitch up. Uh, we need to do the, uh, the weekly or the fortnightly. Yep. Anyways, the way we wrap up the show is the on the esky. Final round. <laughs> James is struggling with the buttons. <laughs> I think you got to really get in deep there. I pressed it five times. Yeah, he's, he's dainty little accountant fingers. Gentle. Pressing it. Yeah. They're from those strong yeah. IT hands down the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, no, he times a lot. He's got callus on his fingertips. Yeah. <laughs> yes, from typing. <laughs> fingertips? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's, uh, let's talk some fight news. Uh, John Jones after... How, can you look up John Jones' last fight? Actually, it's got to be yeah. two and a half years? Pre-COVID or post? I mm. think it's a, it might be like pre-COVID. Yeah. Well, he's been on that heavyweight transition, so he, by all accounts he's ready and he wants Stipe to sign the contract. I think that's where they're at. Uh, December 10th, the t- UFC 282, which is... Not far away. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's Five weeks. Yeah, well, two pay-per-views away to, to, mm. sign, to sign that and get on that. Whether that happens or not... Um, yeah, but it's by all counts, that's the fight. Um, it might not happen this year. I think Jones wants to happen this year. If not, uh, make that fight. By all counts, it sounds like Stipe is not interested. But yeah. I don't know, who knows? UFC trying to do that. Uh, so that's the question. Will he get it? Um, and then who, someone's thrown in there. Division between lightweight and heavyweight, yes. Yeah, that was my question. The 230. Yeah. 205 at light heavyweight yeah. to heavyweight 265, 60 pounds. Should they have a light heavyweight and then, like you say, a 230, 235 as a heavyweight? Yeah, well, I And think, then you've got to go f- I think that's try and beat the boss. You know, the, the boss of the video game <laughs> is Francis Ngannou. And, uh, and, and that's, that's the top. It's that is uh, boxing to heavyweight and then they super heavyweight? I, I'm not really sure. I'm not a boxing aficionado, but boxing I know... Boxing does have a super heavyweight. Yeah, I know that boxing is is much more stringent. Probably not the right word, yeah. but they've got a lot more divisions, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 230. Was I think the division might also be different between belts as well. By yeah, slightly. slightly. So. I, think, I think about 230 is... But yeah. then, I, then again, I'm pretty sure Fury fought at like 250 when he fought. Dude, boxing belts slash divisions, uh, astrophysics... Um, you know things that I will never understand. The, I, I think the inner th- thinking of a female mind. Yeah, just just shit that I won't ever get my head around. Yeah, I think two thirty kind of makes sense, but you know the UFC kind of likes where they are division wise and the amount of fighters they've got. They're not really interested in that. But I feel like there'd be a few dudes that would bang it too. Like Stepe would. He would say, "Righto, Francis, you have two yeah. six five. Oh, definitely, I'll come to two thirty. Well, Jones as well. Two thirty is kind of fits course, really, yeah, really well for him size wise. It's sixty mm. pounds. That's forty kilos. Mm-hmm. Not quite, but it's well, it's, you, it's thirty. It's it's nearly thirty kilos. Yeah. Well, so some funny bits on that. I think Conor McGregor. There's a photo doing the rounds, and he said, "Yeah, I'm at two six five. and I was like, "Hmm." You're looking pretty swell, but I don't think you're going to be 265 pounds. <laughs> uh, and then one of the f- one of the Connor s- Connor needs to go in the Kanye category. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and I think one of the, one of the, the fighters today in the uh, men's fighters, but there isn't a 125 pound division. Hmm. Someone that was 125 pounds weighed in yesterday was 178 today. They were on the scales, which is crazy. Um, uh, or maybe it was 135. This is your story, dude. 
don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's not about the fight night tonight. There was a fight night to, well today. Today, um, yeah. and yeah, they weighed in. Either it was the one thirty five pound division or the one twenty five, um, but I don't think there's a men's one twenty five, so it has to be one thirty five. Uh, but then uh, had a photo of him on the scales this morning. Was one hundred and seventy eight pounds, isn't which is the, crazy. Isn't that bottom um, division one twenty five in men's? Could be. The it's just no one Brandon Moreno division. Yes, because it's been a weight. Yes, it would be. I think it's one twenty five, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yes, flyweight. Yeah, flyweight. The flyweights. Yeah. One twenty five. The former Mighty Mouse division. Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why it's they're kind of a little bit sort of forgotten division because there's only two guys that really uh, do well. Figueroa and Moreno yes. of late. Yes, fun and, to watch. And, and then Francis is probably mm. the other one. Um, Kai Francis, that is. Um, Kai Cara France. Kai Cara France. Yes. <laughs> Who's in the division above? No, he's not been away. He's he's one twenty five. I think he's 130. He might have moved up. He might have moved up. I thought he fought um, one of those two and then didn't win in the belt. All I right. thought that was his last fight. Let's have a look. Kai Kara, France. Ah, right you are. Well, you got a guy in a division that you didn't know existed t- two minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> I get, I get the brains, the, the, the cogs are starting to turn. So. <laughs> Did it appear? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So 125. Division fought mm. today. Uh, mm. Waiting yesterday at one twenty five was one hundred and seventy eight pounds today. Fucking hell, that's crazy. We, we, yeah, which is bananas. It's it's sanctioned cheating. That's uh, what Joe Rogan t- tends to have to yeah. say about it. Yeah. If if you can get your body down to it, then it's not good. Do it. it's, it's not, not good. It's, it's not, not healthy. Long term, yeah, but healthy. <laughs> if it helps you win, then yeah, I guess you win it. But then maybe. Call me crazy, a yeah. few more weight divisions would help alleviate the, the stress to yeah. cut weight. Yeah, I don't think we have to go crazy like boxing every that, half pound. And that becomes stupid. Like, yeah. it's not half pound. Obviously, you're you're, you're talking uh, facetiously there, but it's like five. Two. Yeah, five. No, four. it's it's less than that. It's Is like it? two yeah. pounds, especially in the yeah, and then in the as you go down in the divisions. Uh, again, between the belts, you can have which like, is ridiculous. Yeah, you can take a shit and, <laughs> and <laughs> drop a division. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I drop a few. Yeah, I think that <laughs> uh, ten pounds has always been the conversation. You start at one twenty-five and you go 10, 35, 45, 55, 65, then, 75, 85, 95, 205. I'm happy to go bigger after that. Then, well, yeah, you could go, but then you, we talk. Not that many big humans. Yeah, but then you could go two hundred five, two fifteen. 230, 265, like here. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's why you see one do it because you, then you've – we've just talked about adding four different new divisions. Well, and you, then you've got you're, diluting, you're diluting the, the talent pool. They've got 4,000 fighters on the books already and, yeah, that's you've got to try and make that happen, make all those cards happen. Long yeah. long story short, I think the the UFC, in, in terms of the sport that probably we follow the most closely – could benefit from at least throwing in something between 205 and 265 because that seems egregious. That's the, well, yeah, that's the biggest gap, definitely. Yeah. So I'll ask this question. So in most of the divisions, you do have those one or two people at the top that no one can really get past. like, mm-hmm. And it's really uncompetitive at the top, beside, outside of those two, three people. Is Depends it on the division. Depends on the division. Lightweight, uh, you know, probably an exception to that. If and you have those... Like going back to terms from boxing, like your super lights in between, mm. like is that is that where the problem is? Is are people trying to cut too much, which means they make them not competitive in those divisions? Maybe people cut cut too much, so they are competitive in that division. Yeah, it goes both ways. Like it goes it, really it goes both ways. 
Like it, Connor is probably a great example. Yeah, hundred percent. Cutting all that weight to get to one forty-five, his power transitioned, and he was just yeah, so dominant. He was he one, was head and shoulders above yeah, anyone else. One fifty-five, he was competitive, but yeah, maybe the, you know the the size and the power that he had just wasn't the same. And then one seventy again, take another drop. He just he don't he, he wouldn't have the mm. you know the physique to really compete with the, the top one hundred and seventy pounders at the moment because they're guys that are two hundred pounds that are cutting down like. Yeah, and you know, with the reach, they're not five nine dudes either. So, yeah, yes, yeah, whole different conversation. But mm. um, I think I think it's one FC does the fifteen or ten percent weight gain. Mm. Um, so, like that dude who was, you know, fifty pounds over than he was weighing in. That's uh, that's like a forty something percent weight gain over his previous. Um, Whereas they have a limit of like twenty, so if you if you weigh more than twenty, you kind of they force you to go up a division. Mm. Whereas yeah. I think UFC kind of uses it as a as a barometer to to manage it. Um, but interesting about this fight card, this fight night, five people miss weight. Yeah, so it's, it's obviously mm. what, it's taxing. And there would have been a sixth one. She cut her hair off, so she would mm. make weight. Yeah, it's getting close <laughs> when you cut hair. So yeah. Yeah, uh, it's part of the sport. It's been like that for for yeah, years. Yeah, and how like how do you actually implement change? It's it's all yeah. superlatives, yeah. isn't it? So the the body fat percentage and the the man the well the 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 weight gain afterwards percentage maybe, but then again you could manage that too. So mm. when you weigh in again on fight night, like in the morning or something, uh, you mm. know I've only put on my twenty pounds, so I'm good. Mm. And then by fight time, which is in the evening, I've put on another fifteen or whatever. Like you can always game plan around it. Mm. But, mm. Anyway, it's part of the sport. Should we talk UFC 281? Might as well. Yes, the big, massive, massive card coming up. Uh, will Israel Osana take uh, Pereira to a decision or will he enter the shadow realm and get knocked the fuck out? That's probably <laughs> the, the spectrum that we're, we're talking about uh, in the the title fight for the middleweight division. So. It's it's the funnest mm-hmm. title fight, I feel like, in the middleweight division for a while. Izzy, obviously... You know, cleaning out all kinds of opposition. Some people say he fights boring. I say he fights smart. Yeah. If you can stand back and kick the shit out of someone's legs and yeah. not getting taken down, and, and, he's, and he's doing what he needs to win. So yeah, yeah. You, you can't you can't dismiss that at all. No, uh, it's, no. Uh, yes, it might not be the most entertaining thing in the world, but yeah, he's doing his job and winning. Um, and then Alex uh, Pereira, on the other hand, uh, just knocks motherfuckers out. He's got stone hands. <laughs> yeah, his Is sister it, yeah. actually got um, signed by the UFC during the week. Uh, kickboxer as well. Mm-hmm. It jeans really? like yeah. it, it <laughs> runs. <laughs> <laughs> the the power, strong. Yeah, the power transitions. Like yeah, she, she she's got some stone hands as well. So, what do you think the right. mental advantage for Pereira? He's going to be considering in in the kickboxing, you know, Muay Thai world <laughs> uh, that that he's actually knocked out. Israel Adesanya. There's not not too many people and that, that, like that are on planet Earth yeah. that can uh, you know claim that. Yeah, uh, it'd be interesting. I was kind of thinking about this the other day that uh, whoever shoots first, as in goes for the takedown, kind mm. of you know uh, shows the who's who's the bigger man in that regard. It's like, hey, I'm actually afraid of your your ability. Uh, I just hope it ends up mm. being what we think. We all want it to be stand-up fight. It ends up being a kickboxing match, an absolute war. Um, see how we go. Uh, and just that to me just doesn't seem like it bodes well long-term over five rounds for for Israel because you're giving uh, Pereira, you know, probably a hundred different chances mm. to knock you out. So I don't. 
if yeah, if Izzy shoots for a takedown in the first round, well, I'll be like, okay, uh, yeah, you know, it, it has played into your game plan a little bit. But you know, if that if he wins again, that's how you win. That's how you become champions. So. Yeah. The the other question I wanted to ask you is Alex Pereira uh, versed enough in mixed martial arts to well, the to, answer that's no, and that's probably here. that's probably my question is like, does Israel use that maybe more mm. experience and uh, do the unconventional and go shoot for a takedown, get get mm. that amount of position and just you know beat the shit out of him, mm. Mm. which would be interesting because I'd be like, well, you kind of shown that you you do kind of fear that power, but then do you want to play that silly game where you play a, it's just a kickboxing match mm. which you know the previous two times how that went yeah yeah one body <laughs> intriguing one intriguing. Body intriguing. Mm. intriguing i think that's it like izzy's obviously a champ at the moment Pereira is the one that needs to fight his game to become champ mm. so it yeah izzy with maybe a little bit more jujitsu background he might be able to just sort of smother him keep it to a boring fight maybe win on points keep the belt um there. Yeah, Perra really needs to get after him and keep to his style, keep to his game plan and just knock him out probably. You know the number there that surprised me? What? Alex Pereira, 35 years of age. Did not mm. probably think that he, he was quite that old. Well, what's his kickboxing record there, Michael? Oh, he probably has 100 <laughs> boxing <laughs> fights. No? Yes. Um, scrub, scrub. I don't know if this is professional and amateur. His kickboxing record is... 40 fights, 31 wins, 21 by knockout, 7 losses. So 45 fights total? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a little bit less than 100. But <laughs> Still a lot. <laughs> but it's, yeah, quite well versed in the, in, the, uh, in the Muay Thai arena. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, one of the best strikers in, in the world, for sure. Mm. Predictions? I, I, gave, I think Israel will either be too smart and too clinical, show, show that there's levels of shit and... Don't think he gets like a finish. I think it'll probably go the distance and he'll win handedly. Either that or Pereira will send him to the Shadow Realm and knock him the fuck out. So, but it's I a prediction, so you have to pick one. Uh, I think Israel winning is more, more likely. Yep. I'm going to go to uh, along those lines. I think Israel uh, has been in, in the MMA uh, arena longer than, than Pereira has. Um, obviously, that mental advantage of uh, of the knockout and the two kickboxing wins for Pereira. Uh, but one of the most deadly strikers in the world. You can't rule out Alex Pereira uh, here. But I think Israel's. Uh, I think he's been there and he's done that. And the, yeah. the odds do do reflect. Uh, I don't think mm. this is going to be a walk in the park by any means for for Israel. To say yeah, now. and I don't but, know. But I'm going to back him in. Yeah. And it'd be interesting to see if Israel kind of maybe goes for a statement kind of win for a guy that's got two two yeah, big knockouts. Yeah, over but him. he doesn't need a statement. Well, the, the statement is being the middleweight champion of the world. Yeah, is it not? Yes, but then also if you're, you know, historically boring fights, mm. uh, legacy wise, it's, and air quotes boring. We're we're not calling them boring. Yeah, they're, they're good fights, mm. but yeah, yes, they've all gone to to. Um, well, besides the, the, I guess the knockout of uh, Whitaker, which probably Whitaker, you know, should have done better himself uh, in that first fight. But since then, since winning the belt, yes, it's been a heavy amount of uh, mm. decision uh, so compared to Whitaker say, and Costa were his two knockouts yeah, in the last ten odd fights. Yeah, mm. and can you compare that to say the greatest of that division of all time, and Anderson Silva, who, you know, people can well, considered boring, but then has I think had six to seven finishes mm. uh, in that, you know, in his run. So mm. um, uh, it's more a legacy question. It was what I was getting at. Um, does he want a big statement win 
on on that. Does he try to push for that? Uh, that the the smart man and the way he fights in me says no, he won't do that, and he'll do what Israel has done um, to those scary guys that he's fought in the past, like Polakasas can hit, um, mm. Mm. and he will try to. And you know, he did what he needed to do to avoid those power shots and um, be a dominant force there. The uh, co-main uh, for the evening is Carla Esparza taking on Zhang Wei Li in the women's. Who did Esparza win to win what? that division? Uh, Rose Namahunas. Yeah, so she stole mm. it from Rose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From Thug Rose, she's on one, two, three, four, five, mm. six fight win streak. Split she's also scene. thirty-five, so getting a little bit long in the tooth is uh, is Carla Esparza. Zhang Wei Li obviously uh, has been the champion before, uh, but Rose got uh, the better of her uh, twice. Uh, d- did have that win, uh, which essentially ended uh, Joanna Jajic's career. I'm sure I didn't say that correctly. Uh, no, that's pretty close. Yeah. check. Yeah, you're pretty good at that. One, <laughs> uh, thoughts here, boys? He googles it a lot. So. <laughs> Yeah, Google it for other reasons. <laughs> uh, I feel like um, winning that bet, Carlo kind of got an unders Rose. Mm. Rose has these lapses in some of her fight, like in like a, in her career, um, where she, especially when she dropped the belt the first time, you could see that um, she just wasn't there hundred percent, and she only dropped that in a decision. Um, in which I believe was one of the most boring fights um, from memory. Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm. So, which um, I just think Whaley's just too good, too mm. powerful. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's kind of where I think my prediction would go for this. Too big, too powerful. No one thought Carla was going to win that fight, I suppose. So that's she's probably got that. I can be the underdog. Uh, I'd love to see mm. the odds for this one because Carla, as the defending champ, she might actually go in as the yeah, underdog. I think be is is that the is it the way it's going, or is it kind of even money? No, yeah, she's a uh, well, well, well underdog. She's um, paying three seventy five three at the moment. Chang mm. is playing uh, paying a dollar twenty eight. You don't mind that? You're the champ. I'm the underdog. Fuck you, I've got nothing to lose. Oh, big Come time. get you. Yeah. That's what it. else What else we got on this card, boys? Uh, uh, I got Poria Chandler. That's yes. fun. That's fun, it's isn't fun. it? It's fun. Like, like two guys with unlimited power. Unlimited power. <laughs> 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 Second Star Wars <laughs> reference. Oh, yeah, we got a Star Wars <laughs> reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when in Rome. Uh, <laughs> <I've> <laughs> when in Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is potentially a, a, a number one contenders fight too. Um, yeah, I think it, ooh, I, I think it is. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Islam, I think there was some back and forth between him and Volk in in the media. So it's not confirmed, but it's all but confirmed. No, that well, that that Volk Dan, and Dana. That's what I think Dana wants. Uh, Volk and Islam were going back and forth on the socials about signing the contract, mm. um, and then the report yesterday was uh, Islam's eyeing the winner of this fight as his next opponent, mm. which would mean no, he wouldn't. No back. Volk. He wouldn't back up and go Perth for Volk. So, so, so Islam scared. Uh, we, is that, is that yeah, what we, we, we can is say that. that. What we're saying. Yeah, James. I think it's more. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's more. It's uh, Islam would want probably the I guess more more a neutral venue than having to travel to Australia 
to and fight it, Fox. Yeah, and he, he, he's he, he's the champ. Why should he's, he, he's, why should he have yeah. to do that? Yeah. I think and and a quick turnaround too. It is February, it is so he's yeah, only so just won the belt. Yeah, so uh, maybe a little break and then try it. So maybe the card is probably what doesn't work. Okay. So I, I think I think that fight probably still gets done. Unfortunately, I don't think it ends up being the headline for 84 in Perth. Okay. So coming back to the lightweight uh, rankings, as they, as they are, obviously, Islam Markachev is the champion of that division. If you want to see us discuss that, please yep. check out the clip um, yeah. on our channel. Give us some more love on that clip. We, we did enjoy that. Yeah. A lot of... Uh, yeah, most of it around <laughs> weight cutting, weight cutting apparently. Yeah. Can we just caveat that uh, Islam Markachev is a very good fighter <laughs> and <laughs> obviously deserved... Yeah. I don't think we discredit that. We kind of said that no. he was living up to the legacy of... Uh, you know, Khabib and he, said he had big, like, big, big shoes, shoes to fill, and he, was and he did them. it, and he's very good. But obviously, if him and Volk go at it, we're going to be cheering for yes. Alexander Volkanovsky. Yes. Anyways, the the fight that we're talking about <laughs> is um, is Poirier and Chandler. So Poirier is currently two in the division. Michael Chandler is five. Mm-hmm. Charles Oliveira sits at one. Mm-hmm. Just but, lost, but just lost. You'd think winner of this fight goes to one, potentially. I think. Uh, um, Danish is probably the guy that's um, he's four. Benil Dariush he, coming off the win. He's also quite long in the tooth. Yes, but I think he's in his run at the moment, and mm-hmm. probably a bit unlucky that the other guys who have already lost, uh, challenged, and lost um, a belt because you know Gaiji and Poro both got choked out uh, by Khabib, and then Chandler got choked out by Oliveira. So they've already had their chances. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. They've had a shot at the belt and all lost. Um, so, yes, new champion though. Um, you know, new matchups to be made. Uh, but uh, Darish is one of the ones where he hasn't really had a shot yet in that comparison. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. likelihood, uh, you know, that uh, Poria and uh, Chandler, the winner of that against Islam, is a better fight to sell overall anyway. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Back to this fight. Um, uh, whoever gets knocked out first is going to lose. Yeah, it's, it's going to be... <laughs> That's the styles. Yeah. That's it's what, not going for three rounds. People, yeah. That's what the people will expect. Yeah. Throw the bombs. See who see who comes out on the other end. Yeah, um, yeah. I, th- I, you know, they both have good wrestling backgrounds. So I think mm. that might nullify itself. And yeah, we'll just see who gets crazy with it and um, uh, throws the most the most weapons out there. Poirier obviously uh, got submitted by Oliveira, um, so that's a stoppage. Knocked out McGregor. Stoppage. Knocked out or TKOs on, on, on yeah. both those McGregor fights. Uh, went the distance uh, against Dan Hooker mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, submitted by Khabib. Um, so so most of his fights... Top five div- in the division, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and they're, all, they're all killers and most of them um, don't go the distance. Yeah. And then uh, Chandler ha- had that crazy front kick of... Of uh, Tony Ferguson, you know the the face being rearranged yeah, and the yeah. memes, the old man face, the old man face, the um, the Easter Island face, <laughs> if, <laughs> if you will, uh, had that absolute war against Gaethje uh, back at UFC two six eight, and then uh, in a run before that, uh, TKO, TKO, KO, KO, TKO. So you'd expect uh, the mm. unders on this one probably gets a workout. Yes, definitely. The other thing about these two blokes is they're starting to get a little bit old as well. Chandler is 36. Poirier, 33. This is still pretty much prime. Yeah. Um, where to go uh, from here? If Chandler does lose, he's 36. Does he start thinking about hanging him up? Maybe. 
Are we, are we looking too, he's, he's too really far hard. ahead? He, he's perfect for fun fights, though. So he could, yeah, yeah, he's fun. You get fun fights in the lightweight. How many fights have he, has he had in the UFC? Four. Four. So I think he's still got a little bit more to prove. Like, I think, not to put anything on Bellator, but um, he's probably still got a lot more in him, mm. um, mm. career-wise. There's it's only been... It's really only two years in, in the UFC, yep. which he has win against Hooker, lost against Oliveira, lost against Gaethje, win against Ferguson. Which is interesting because Hooker is on this card as well. Um, yes. But well, he, let, he's the last fight. Uh, well, that's a caveat. Fight? Let's go. Let's, no. Well, that's not a caveat. That's a um, segue. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to Dan Hooker. He's taking on Claudio Puelles, who I don't really know much about. Do you know much about no, him? Dan Hooker, I know a little bit about. Obviously, uh, Harold's from our uh, side of, of the planet. Yeah. Uh, he's he's one and four. Hasn't in, had in a his great five what? fights. He um, needs to win here. But you have a look at that. Like oh, killers. Yeah, like Chandler Poria and uh, in the champion is Islam in that in that in that group. So. Um, and Alan, who won, uh, defeated um, Calvin Cutter. Cutter, but in the featherweight division, going mm. down. Um, so yeah, they're all really good um, fighters. So mm. yeah, uh, want to back the Australian? Get get right the ship a bit. Um, he's, this is another Australia. one of those Kiwi, <laughs> Kiwi uh, Yes, well, yes. He, yes. he trains with Australians. So yes, City yes. Yeah. Sorry, City Kiwi Boxing. Yes, um, we claim him. Uh, but yes, he's <laughs> definitely a Kiwi. Yeah, yeah, he's big time Kiwi. Fuck Kiwis, must be sick of that. Yeah. The funny thing is, well, Ameri- if you're good, we Americans claim wouldn't know. Like <laughs> you can just be like, yeah, bro, he's ours, man. The flag's close enough. They wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't true. notice the red. Yeah, Jonah Loma, you know, the best wallaby that ever lived. Uh, uh, who is who, who's the other fight on this card? Oh, Frankie, uh, Frankie Edgar, Edgar a retirement that's, fight for him. That's fun. That's, that's fun. his last fight in the UFC. So against we'll, Chris Gutierrez we'll at Bantamweight. Frankie Edgar, uh, a, a gentleman's forty-one. Yes, jeez, that's that's old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm. I worry more about his health than anything at the moment because he's uh, had some bad knockouts at the. Back end of his career, yeah, and sim- yeah. similar in, um, you know, we're just talking about Hooker, who's who's one and four in his last five fights. Mm. Same here with Frankie Edgar, forty-one years of age, well, uh, he's, nothing to prove. He's two, two and six, and that uh, Ortega fight where he got knocked out um, mm. was his first knockout in the UFC, and he's had three since then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. Think yeah, it's, that, it brings up that conversation as well. Like nothing to prove uh, as a fighter. Uh, financially, you'd hope is is in a good position. It's it, these guys love to fucking biff, and and that's yeah, that's, 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 that's why they do it. Yeah, it's um, yeah, you, yeah. you know, you can say what you like, and you know, where where guys that don't have any experience in in any kind of martial art, um, it, they're they're warriors. So yeah, oh, so, so done, hopefully, uh, you know. Doesn't doesn't end in um in another KO for for Frankie and, I, and gets to, to go out on a good note. Yeah, I'd love to see Frankie win. Um, I just worry that at this point he's past it. It's for, yeah, it's old, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh well. If you, yeah. Marks, do you know anything about this Claudio bloke? Can you uh, give us that age? Where's he from? Yeah, so Peruvian. Peruvian. Uh, yeah, his nicknames are the Prince of Peru or El Nino. Oh, I know. That's been that's branding on us. No, it's a Londinia. He's, yeah. he's, he's a dry. He's a dry. He's the heat. Dry. He's bringing yeah. in the heat. Mm. Um, outside of that, record, outside of that. record? Yeah, so... Handy. Yeah, there's a lot of green there. Um, so, well, that being said, he lost the Ultimate Fighter Latin America back in 2016. Followed it closely. 
Yeah. Um, since <laughs> then, he's fought in the UFC five more times. Um, How many wins? Five wins? Five wins. So he's, he's all he's wins in the, the UFC. Mm. Um, most of those – so hasn't been in the UFC for too much. So first two fights for 2018, 2019. Um, that has then strung a few um, fights together um, or just fight nights um, from 2001 to two, to this year. Um, so – Potentially coming more, becoming more active. Mm-hmm. Um, potentially will become more of a mainstay in the um, UFC. Uh, Wonder watch. How old did you say? Twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. So. Sort of coming into his prime in his twelve and two. Yeah. yeah, which is bad news for Frankie. It's always a dangerous yeah. sign. And that's the, the main card for UFC uh, 281. So if we go into boxing mm. news, uh, we probably should mention that Jake Paul did beat Anderson Silva um, on uh, yeah, you cards. Watched, you watched this last mm. week. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, much more competitive fight. Um, one of the better fights for, for, from Jake Paul in his early career. Um, I think he got a willing uh, um, uh, combatant in Anderson Silva here. And Silva did uh, no damage to himself in this. Um, I think the, the knockdown was a good shot. Um, from Jake and uh, I think Jake did a good job dealing with the pressure that Anderson gave him but it's always going to be you know you can't fight these uh, mixed martial artists you have to you know fight a real boxer but then I guess uh, Araya Hall who knocked out uh, well actually no he fought an NFL player uh, Levian Bell uh, on the undercard kind of showed you know smoked him didn't he smoked him like he he was way way better but again Araya Hall's not like 48 going on the end of his career. He could... How old is he? Uh, 40? No, he's 30. Late 30s? Three or something. Is that all? Yeah, he, he's like mid-30s. He could... He's been around for ages. Yeah, he could sign in the US, go back into one of the other mixed martial arts mm. promotions if he wanted to, so... Mm. 30 uh, or 38? Yeah, no, I have 30s. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> either way, it's still the difference. I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. still still 10 years younger than Anne Silva. But it was good. It was good to see. Um, and then I think Deji taking on Floyd Mayweather is in a week. So yeah. We got that. YouTube is getting paid. Yeah, definitely getting paid. We'll have to see what happens there. Shot your next at Floyd. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You might have, you'll definitely have to reach. I'll reach. I'll reach. Anyway. He'll have me covered for bank accounts. I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that one. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, plenty more YouTube <laughs> fights to come. Not after the fight. <laughs> uh, after I starch Floyd me with it. Yeah. Australian boxing, <laughs> on the other hand, uh, uh, Hooney got his win. Mm. Um, he did defeat AQE. Um, uh, in Kiki Lutali, yes, uh, though probably not the the um, statement win that he wanted. Yeah, no knockout. It went uh, the distance. Uh, he won comfortably. Won comfortably. Pieced him up, but uh, I think he kind of showed the chin uh, that the Kiwi had mm-hmm. um, in this one to to deal with all that pressure. Uh, Hooney really wanted a big knockout to kind of sell himself into the America market. Yeah, so, next so he's gunning for the, like a world top 10 kind of fight. He hasn't yes. knocked anyone out for, for uh, quite a few fights. Yeah. He's young, man. He's 23. Yeah, he's still got a lot ahead of him, but uh, yes, he's still wants to get in that conversation and then, um, you know, push for one of those big fights with the, well, what would you call it, the big four at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, he probably is a couple wins off that, you, yeah. you'd think. but Definitely, uh, Definitely. but you've got to get in the American market to even be in the conversation. Indeed, so. indeed. So that's kind of where he's at. And then SBW was kind of angling for a Paul Gallon fight, who's fighting Justin Hodges again in yes. a month. Yeah, it's not long. Uh, which is, yeah, silly. <laughs> but uh, Mark Hunt at uh, 
48 as well, I believe, um, doing the job there and uh, getting a big knockout on SBW. Um, uh, you know, to finish his career, that was his last fight uh, official. Um, He's like nine to one. In, in that fight So going out And being an absolute Bookies mm. nightmare yeah. show, show, the yeah. same, show the same thing Against Paul Gallen Like he hit you with a shot you're Bro he's different. <laughs> When you're fighting guys That that, that was their career Yeah Is, is <laughs> yeah. starching yeah. blokes uh, yeah. yeah It's scary Even mm. even when they're 48 mm. And even if You look, you look like The athletic um, You know Superior In terms yeah. of height And reach And you yeah, know, the body pa- and power and the rest of it. Yeah, um, Mark Hunt getting it done. Yeah, can throw bombs. And then Pango Junior, probably of all these guys, had the big statement win uh, with a big knockout. Uh, as the was he the co-main? He was on the undercard for mm. this. He was on the main card, but he was um, one of the earlier fights uh, for that one. And that's boxing and fighting, I guess. We'll finish up with some F one. We are mm. in. Um, we need some new, new yeah, in a bye week, but anyway, yeah, a bit of that. <laughs> uh, Texas So we went Texas and Mexico to round us off uh, So, mm. you know, same story, different race week, uh, as you will uh, Max wins from Lewis, Leclerc was third uh, Russell did crash into Science on the first lap um, Who was the pole sitter uh, With that, Max tied the record for most wins in a season Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bit of back and forth with Alonso hitting Stroll's car, and then he lost a mirror. Then he got a penalty. Then the penalty got taken away. A bit of you know, bit of fun there. But Alonso, I think, was driver of the day. Arbor Denny finished sixteenth. Unfortunately, uh, Red Bull ended up winning the constructors from that race. We then mm. went to Mexico. Uh, in between that, Audi confirmed their deal with Saab. Um, they all Sauber. Like, Sauber, sorry, yep. 50-50. They'll do mostly back-end stuff with Sauber. We'll do race day, GP stuff. Yep. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of chat about German drivers. Um, Vettel <laughs> is a big conversation because he retired roughly the same time Michael Schumacher did. Uh, and yeah. then when Audi comes in in 2016 is almost the exact sort of time frame from when Michael Schumacher came, came back in back, for Mercedes. Uh, back came in, yes, for Mercedes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, of course, there's also chat about the younger Schumacher um, potentially going there because Audi, of course, will want German drivers being a German company. Schumacher looking like he won't have a drive for next year. Haas mm. uh, looks at all points to Nico Hockenberg, um, the Hulk, coming back mm. as mm. the driver. Yeah. And then Porsche looking at a deal with Williams um, instead of Red Bull. Red Bull kind of yeah, okay. poo-pooed that 50-50 deal. Um, so Porsche looks like mm. they'll buy half of Williams and have a similar arrangement to Audi, I think. Williams yeah, okay. will run race day and so they still will build, build the, the engines. Boys, um, as the F1 casual here at, yes. at the table, yes. can I ask you, uh, after the, the, the drivers and the constructors are all wrapped up on the season... Mm. Are you interested in these last few races? Is it still, a, you know, there's there's second and third and the storyline for next year and who's getting seats? Is that yeah. what keeps you interested? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the, the racing's still good racing. Like, they, mm. they still go out and try to win. Um, and, you know, for, say, for Daniel Ricciardo, it's probably his two yes. last two races. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hopefully not ever. Like, hopefully he'll sure. uh, still talk chat about being a reserve driver um, and that might mean he can get a gig then back in 2025, but we'll have to see. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. And speaking, if we take that going into Mexico, uh, same story. Max wins. Lewis was second. Perez yep. was third. Uh, 
But Daniel Ricciardo probably had his drive of the season. He finished seventh. Uh, I think he started like 13th or 14th. Mm. Um, was driver of the day. Finally actually showed pace in the car. Was really quick taking people over. Um, yeah, yep. Probably a little too late. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit too late at this point in the season. But showed he still can be a competitive driver in F1. Um uh, probably for the Australian audience, Jack Doohan got a little bit of a drive, uh, as a practice drive for Alpine there. So he's in that conversation for potential spots probably the following season. Mm. Um, but, yeah, season, like you said, wrapped up. Um, now move on to Brazil, which is, ends up kind of being, I think, Lewis Hamilton's semi-home track. He's won a very, very, very – a lot of record. Brazil. Got a good, good record there. Um uh, has been some unrest in Brazil due to the recent elections and the change of leadership and, and protest. Bolsonaro gone. Yes, a bit yeah. of protest, etc. But last statement was the GP will go ahead. They will go to Brazil. Um, and then, of course, Red Bull got their penalty for spending £2 million more than they should have. Um, uh, actually, no, they spent one point four, got a £2 mil penalty yep. and a 10% wind tunnel reduction. Which that yeah. ends up being big because it ends up being anywhere from could be like two tenths to, to five tenths. Yep. Their car could be slower next year. That's it. It's also like it sort of aggregates as well. Like as for each constructor who is like a place behind them, they get extra percentage points to the wind tunnel as well. So mm. or it takes off Rebel. So, um, but I mean, arguably they spend that money last year to develop this year's car, and that's why they've back to back champions. Yeah, back to back champions. So. I suppose it's a little bit of give and take. Like I reckon Rebel just has to take it on the chin. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it's it's probably massive for Mercedes and Ferrari because Mercedes, I think, will probably finish second in the constructors. Yeah. They've been really good, and Ferrari kind of has taken a step back. Mm. But Ferrari kind of said, "Of we've given up on the season. We're already working on next year's car. That's where our focus is." Yeah, so they're yeah. already focusing there, and they'll have to make do. Um, they're talking about you know Leclerc being a champion by twenty twenty eight or some shit like that, mm. and Leclerc's already like. That's too low. I can't wait another, another <laughs> five years to be yes, world I'm champion. Yeah. I want to yeah, be world champion is. now. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's um, interesting times ahead. That's it. And I think Signs came out this last week or this week saying that like he's finally getting comfortable with the car and he really wants to start pushing Verstappen as well. So I think those two drivers working as a team, as long as there's not too much vying at the top of the order where they're starting to crush each other out of races, I reckon they're going to be really, really good moving forward. Um and yeah, you, you might if if um, Red Bull ends up not having the same amount of time and money to develop their cars, then you might see a drop off over the next couple yeah. couple years. A bit Again, more parity. Yeah, you get more parity. I mean, you still, but I mean that'll probably just show the gap that Mercedes has over everyone else as well. Like if they're they've done everything by the books, they've picked up towards the end of the season. Like Lewis is starting to get a few more podiums. So yeah, was finished they'll, they'll second, I think, in like the last these two races and i think he's yeah. top three of, of like the last five like he's been there and there about so they just started really slow and max has been just dominant yeah um so to that point uh the, i guess the final stat was he's won the most races in a season ever mm-hmm. uh, with 14 caveat of course they do do more a lot more races now than they have done in sure. the past yeah. Yeah. but still to win dominant 14 of so 25 races or because are they how many races are we up to are we up to 26 yet 
I think 26 is next year. I think we're probably at 24, 25. I had it open mm. and I thought we were finishing up. <laughs> Either way, you know, over half. He's won yeah. 60, 70 yeah. of the races, which is pretty impressive week in, yeah. week out to have the yeah. car running and performing that well, moving it from, you know, country to country essentially mm. and showing up and being. How old is he? 24? Yes. And this is two? This is second, second. Yeah, that's his yeah. second. Yeah, Max's second. He's back to back world champion. So he's going to be looking at at being the goat, perhaps. Yeah, well, that's the conversation. You know, are we now entering the Max Verstappen era? If you ask, as a casual, yeah. it seems like it, is, it seems like we are. Well, if you ask Lewis Hamilton, he's like, well, maybe not quite yet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's still yeah. some old dogs around, um, and there's still like a lot of great young talent coming in mm. for driving. Yeah, uh, I think I'd love to see. You know, a fourth or fifth team. I don't really want to wait until Audi and Porsche come in in three years' time. Mm, um, mm. Uh, I want to, you know, is there another team that's going to take that leap to kind of compete with the top teams and then you have really competitive uh, yeah. races week in, week out? Well, yeah, I suppose that's it. So as far as I can tell, there's no real massive development or regulation change until 2026. So besides... I've seen like the cap, like Haas got new sponsorship so they can spend up to the cap. So, mm. you know, they can spend the same money the other teams are. Hopefully then that makes them more competitive, etc. So, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's working yeah. way towards that. Yeah. I don't know. Wait and see. Wait and see. Wait and see. Righto, boys. Thanks for the yarn. Episode 99. Hit me. Hit me. So close. Got 99 problems. <laughs> We're going to do an episode 100. 100. 100 next, next week. week. Yeah, yeah, 100 episodes of Dribble. Thank you to anyone that has stuck through this uh, three and a bit hours. Uh, yeah, just briefly, looks like Pakistan is going to beat Bangladesh. Uh, Rizwan and, and Baba making some runs. Yeah, interesting, you know, 56 from 10. They've had uh, like 23 or 24. They've been counting the dot balls. Yeah. The run rate a little low. They're chasing I'll, 128. I think, yeah, I think they'll be fine and they'll get there. I wonder if these two are actually taking it easy and playing themselves into a bit of form. Oh, yeah, see the ball, see ball, hit ball. That's what exactly. I'd be doing. Yeah, like they're, like that there. They're, knocking, they're, they, they're just knocking around, taking it easy. You'd think they'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Ten, ten in hand. Ten, yeah, well, ten in hand, ten overs to go. they got to go They got to go about seven and a half. Yeah, they've got seven yeah. in to get, so, yeah. yeah. Should, should, should deals do it, but. They'll be fine. I don't know. They'll be where Australia <laughs> is not, and that is playing <laughs> semi-final cricket. Uh, next week, we're going to obviously Imagine have the, the bangers snack. Obviously have that big UFC 281 card. We'll be talking about that. We'll be talking yeah. cricket semi-finals and previewing the final, I think. Yep. Uh, is that Sunday? Can you check? Is it Sunday or Saturday? Maybe we'll be talking about the final. Rugby League World Cup, that'll be getting to the pointy end. Obviously, yeah. we've got the NFL, NBA, and a World Cup preview in terms of the soccer. Australia's going to win it all. Sorry. Yeah, 101 <laughs> or better. That's, a, that's another one of those markets. Uh, I think the $10 teams off the top of the head are Argentina, Brazil, England, Croatia. No, I don't think Croatia. Um, there's about six anyway that are, that are about $10. The rest are 101 on better. And that final is it Saturday or Sunday? Thirteenth Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yep. So night, so so we'll, miss so we'll preview. We'll preview, preview and we'll talk about the semis. Thank you to anyone that has tuned in. Hope you're having a good week. If you're listening to this on the Spotify or on the Apple Podcast, please check out our social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, and that's that for today. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.